live. Yeah, I, I know you guys can't hear uh, right now, but just go over to Brant's YouTube. Spencer Forsman. How you doing? What's up, guys? Hi. How you doing? How are you doing? That's the question. I'm good. I'm just pulling up the stream right now. Get another viewer in there. Ooh. I got to add, but I'm, we're chilling. Nice. I got the, I got the chat up as well. <clears throat> So uh, first and foremost, I want to follow up because a hurricane, literal hurricane, just blew through Florida. Everything's good on your end? Yeah, everything's fine. Unless it's a Category 4, they don't really uh, worry us. Really? Down there. Yeah, Tampa gets really lucky with the hurricanes. How so? We just haven't gotten destroyed yet. I mean, it's inevitable. <laughs> gonna happen at some point if you live in florida that's just like that's our one season we get it's hurricane season yeah so you're gonna get mowed down at some point yeah it seemed like it didn't really hit tampa too hard no yeah we're we're chilling that's lucky yeah i'm glad because earlier this week you texted me you're like oh yeah i kind of <laughs> forgot that there was a hurricane coming and i might not have power on thursday yeah, yeah, everyone always freaks out. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I don't know. It's fine, though. I guess I should also mention that we're live from Ray's about 10 years ago right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're live in the past. Well, on you guys can't see it, but what I'm seeing, Brant, is in like the plains of Rohan right now. <laughs> I'll give a little preview. You can see in yeah, the give, give a little preview. I was like, wait, I gotta I gotta get somewhere too. <laughs> That's too good. Yo, we got old potato in your chat. Let's go. Yeah. Stony old fat guy BMX is in here. What, what <clears throat> everybody's talking about Jay's sister, but I don't know who that is. It's uh Jay's hot sister. I mean it's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so uh how's it's been, I mean, since Swamp Fest, since I've seen you pretty much. So, how's stuff been? Everything good? Yeah, everything's been good. It's, it's my first summer I've spent in Florida in over 20 years, because I usually would be at Woodward. And before that, like, my parents were or have been divorced since, like, I was, like, two. So, my dad li lives in the Carolinas, so I'd always go up there for the summer. Uh-oh. But this is the worst... Uh, summer in florida in recorded history as far and as it goes yeah it, it's been like the, the feels like has been over 110 like every day oh my gosh yes yeah, so i kind of know what it's like to it's like a reverse winter in a way like <laughs> i like it is you can go out and ride but it's not safe and it is like not enjoyable to go ride so i haven't been riding as much as i normally would like to yeah so yeah, that's I mean that's the worst of it. Yeah, I it's uh, not too bad, but I was trying to find a picture for the thumbnail for this, and I was like, oh, I'll just go to his couple of his recent videos. And I'm like, there's no way he's gonna be stoked about me taking a sweaty picture from one of these oh, videos yeah, where he's just beads fine. of sweat dropping. Like, it looked warm. It is, and yeah, and I always get people bitching like. Where's the videos at? And it's just like, first of all, I'm a ma I'm a marathon rider. I like to ride for you know three four hours minimum mm -hmm. usually, 
and it's harder to make videos by yourself and like people just haven't been riding around here because it's just ass out like i'll go meet up with a couple buddies and then they'll peace out in like an hour and i'm like oh i'm just like getting warmed up still but like yeah yeah i feel that pain for sure it's it's tough to make videos by yourself but i mean you do a good job with it too by like you know setting little goals and trying to figure things out i'm always dabbling just trying to learn something usually yeah usually my my videos are me doing things i don't am not good at (laughs) (laughs) all the tricks i like have gotten figured out pretty good like i don't do them that much it's like I, don't know, I like the challenge of trying new things. Yeah, well, it, it's I mean, it's not as fun to do the exact same yeah. thing constantly. Yeah, and there's a bunch of tricks that you just learn, and the process of learning is like enjoyable enough to where you don't want to do the trick again. Like once you figure the trick out, it's like, well, that I like learning that trick, but it's not that fun to do. Yeah, and you just like don't do it. It's like a it's like a video game. You like beat but you don't play again it's like okay like i did it that's fair that's vader foot jams for me oh really i like the i like the vader it's just a trick i would forget to do you know yeah well i was gonna bring that up too is like once you've been riding for long enough you get to a point where like you remember tricks that you did 10 years ago and you're like oh i'm gonna relearn how to do that yeah or you just you see like one of your buddies doing it and you're like oh Wait, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. That's in the inventory. <laughs> yeah, man, you have some amazing like vocabulary for the things that you call about writing, like inventory, and then uh, what the stats? You're talking about recovery stats. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. I feel like some writers put their. It's like I refer to video games a lot because I'm a gamer, but. You know, like when you are doing something, investing time in, like you're going to get better at it. But it's like, where do you want to get better at it? And like, I feel like a lot of like people focus on one Mm. genre. But I'm kind of just like trying to like have an even stat bar across the board. Trying to fill out your battle pass. It's Yeah, it's (laughs) hard. It's hard, dude, because people are so good. Like if you wanted to be like a pro at something, it's like there's only like a handful of people that are like, the best in all genres. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just say like a Kevin Peraza, for example. Dennis. There's a couple more. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple more of the uh, goats. Some people would say, but a lot of other people, a lot of more normal, relatable people, <laughs> uh, they have to, you know, just put it all like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be the fucking grind guy, <laughs> or something, you know. The ice pick stall guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got more than the ice pick stall. I don't know, but nobody knows that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you really are well-rounded as a writer. And it sounds like that's intentional. Husky Nation, you know. Well-rounded. <laughs> Gotta stay on brand. I feel dumb for you having to explain that to me <laughs> just now. <laughs> like, what does that have to do what? with anything? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it, too, is like based off of, like, what you're writing yeah. all the time you know like look at all the people from the that came out of the gc compound in australia there'd be a lot more of those people if there was more facilities like that that's true i have like the skate park of tampa which is great but there's a rail every three feet mm. to go 
but I'm not even like the best rail guy. I just like, you know, like whatever, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. You're not going to get, uh, you're not going to get crazy skate park backflip tail whip type person out of a skate park of Tampa because it's like, no. where, where are you going to learn that? There's not even a box. Out track. of a racetrack berm is where I learned my backflips for real. Yeah. Wait, so oh yeah, I wanted to go back to you're actually are you from Florida originally? Yeah. Yeah, I spawned here. Spawned in Tampa or somewhere else? Yeah, in Tampa, yeah. Nice. That's oh cool. yeah. I got to address this comment in the chat because I really want to know too. When is Spencer coming to Ohio? I think I'm going to miss the chance to ride with him. <laughs> yeah, I would like to do like a raise meetup or something. Not like just we're, we're like doing it right now. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys can see I'm here, but everyone go to raise right now. Thanks to Paul. Paul letting me set up my my studio here. Yeah, it's an amazing place. But for real, I love raise though. It would be awesome, and I'm fairly certain every single time that you've been there, I had something go wrong to where I couldn't ride with you. I think yeah, the, the last time you broke your axle. Yep. Or something. Yep. Yeah, that's how many times have you broken an axle? Since then, one. Ever. And well, wait, 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 well, how do you break in so many axles? All the ice picks, in. Yeah. That's... You might have to do axle rotations. Since <laughs> you do so many ice picks on the right side. Yeah, well, I need 15 more years to learn them on the other side. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Could you take it out and swap it? I don't. I don't know. I just keep a spare Spit. one with me. Oh wow. Last time you were here, I didn't have a spare at all. What are you? What kind of axle are you running? Like a profile titanium hollow or something? No, but the one I broke was a solid titanium profile. Oh. When you were oh, there. okay. No, I just ride the stock axle in those planetary alienation hubs. It's been good. Yeah, I'm down to start traveling. I mean, I did the van life for over three years, and I traveled a lot. So not traveling. These last, I got back to Florida in January, and not traveling has been nice. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not in my van right now, my Rays, but <laughs> I've been uh I've been staying at Rays for since May. I I haven't done van life for um like three and a half months or four months or something. Gotcha. Maybe. So you've just been hanging out in Florida. Yeah, I got I got two cats when I was a. Uh, Staying at Scotty's bike shop. I lived I lived at Scotty's bike shop in the van for like two months. Nice. And uh yeah, I got two cats and it's too hot in Florida, so that and also like the Husky Nation stuff. I had my buddy helping me with it before. And um I'm doing it all now myself. So I had like two cats, all my Husky Nation stuff. I was running out of like living space in the van. So that and the heat, I was like, I don't want the cats. I don't want to worry about the cats in the summer. Yeah, that's fair. Good cat yeah. dad. Yes, but I'm down to travel. I'm actually going to sell my van soon and then uh, go back to the CRV life. Dude, it's the, I, I have a CRV. I honestly, though, I've been thinking. There's no of, turning back. There's not, but I'm kind of thinking about getting the Odyssey. Cause you Honda can, Odyssey? Yeah, because you can put an air mattress in the back of that really easy. That's the minivan, right? Yeah. I mean, it could, it could, it could be, could be good. Yeah, I don't know, it was just a thought. 
But the CRV is so nice. I call it a truck with the turning radius of a go kart. <laughs> yeah, I miss my CRV. I will get another one. I think that's the only car I'm gonna have. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm down for anything. <laughs> Chilling. Well, I'm curious because like I can't remember when I first saw your YouTube channel, but I it was years after you had been doing it. I think you were getting close to a hundred thousand subscribers at that point. And I was just kind of curious to hear the story of like how it actually started. YouTube? Yeah. Well, my first I mean, I've always made I like did Vimeo videos and stuff before. Um because I think you could actually upload better quality on Vimeo before YouTube. You could, yeah. Yeah, and then I would just do those randomly. And uh, then I started writing with Adam LZ, mm-hmm. and he did the whole, like, I don't know, like, whatever style video it is, just the, the session videos of the day, yeah. rather than, like, less of an edit, just kind of more of, like, lifestyle writing yeah. stuff, I guess. And I love doing that. That was fun. But he lived two hours away from me, and, you know, people wanted me to start making videos and stuff, and I loved making videos, so I was like, okay, like, you know. He, and he always told me to start a channel. Yeah. And, yeah, I just started doing it with Chad. Mm. So I was I riding with Chad all the time. I didn't realize he started started uh, with you. Like, you were... Yeah, I mean, Chad and I rode together, like, probably... Since he was 16, I think. So we wrote we wrote together like two years before we started doing the YouTube channel. Cause I asked him, I was like, "Hey, I was like, I don't fucking want to do this by myself. Are you trying to trying to get down?" And he he's down. So Chad seems like the kind of guy who's just down for anything before you yeah, hear yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a little more convincible back then. <laughs> do stuff, but yeah. That's funny. So, like, how did it develop? I mean, what was the kind of stuff you guys were doing at first, and then? Um, I mean, the first video was in Ocala, and it was called like "Shitting in the Woods" and something else. I don't know. This is what we would normally be doing. Mm-hmm. Not that we normally shit in the woods, but it's out in the middle of nowhere, and they didn't have porta potties. But oh. it's, what, it's what you had to do if you wanted to be out there all day. You know, things gotta happen. That that happens to everybody. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Chad can be seen in the sky now, washing windows. Yeah, he does. He cleans skyscraper windows now. That is terrifying. It is. Yeah, especially for someone as clumsy as Chad. But I imagine he's got it pretty dialed. Yeah, I'm sure he's strapped in real good. Yeah, him and his man friend are used to strapping stuff. Okay, so speaking of this, like the amount of inside jokes that you have just like through your videos and things that only people who have seen your videos or heard about them would understand. Like, is there any kind of intent behind that or is that just what happens? I don't I don't plan for it. For it to ever happen like there's no uh foreshadowing of anything or whatever so these things just become a thing yeah just 
<laughs> I, like, I have no idea how things come to be. <laughs> like Chad with his man friend or living in the sewer or wherever. <laughs> Chad being a lot homeless. Of, a lot of development, story development through time. Well, and like being unintentional, it's almost like a really good thing that you accidentally did because it's a way that people just become connected. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty lucky. I have like a pretty solid like little community watching my videos and stuff. Um, so, it's going good. Yeah, it's awesome. Very, very grateful for everyone that watches my channel. Yeah, it's it's just cool to see. And like, I mean, I met you in person a few times. It you are who you are on YouTube in real life too. Yeah, yeah. I don't like try to be something. I'm not. I don't think anyone should do that. <laughs> exactly but that's also another thing it's like a good way to be and and it's like you you're kind of a little bit of an enigma in the fact that you can do you know all of the crazy tricks that you do but you don't like you are i'm, I'm saying all this nice stuff right now i'm gonna keep it going but like <laughs> you're really good thank you like you could legitimately be a professional rider but you're you just I don't know if you don't want that or what, but you're so authentic to yourself that that becomes your brand unintentionally. And it's, I think that's just the way it should be for everyone. Like, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of, I was talking to Garrett about this at Swamp Fest and I, cause I was asking him, I was like, cause you know, he's amazing. I was like, yo, like when you first started, I was like, did you, Wait, was there like some natural gift there? And he told me he was actually not the better one out of his like friend group mm -hmm. because I have to grind out to like get better at stuff. But like, I wouldn't say it's like a stubborn. I just know like if you put the work in, you could probably get it done because mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I've been doing. And that like feeling is like addicting in a way to like not be able to do something and then like just like seeing the progress along the way yeah it's like oh shit i can do this but like he is like i think he's been riding like 15 years longer than me or something i didn't start riding until i was like almost 16 oh okay yeah but it's kind of like a video game the way you're talking about it you know you work at it yeah you, you, get, you get what you put into it you know it's like a lot of people fucking don't have like the resolve to fail that many times to in in be able to do something they yeah. just give up and it's just like well that's what you get yeah. <laughs> you, fucking, you backed out like well i mean just the amount of times i've been in a session and you hear people saying like oh i don't want to try this anymore after they tried like four times it's like man if only, only if you knew yeah, yeah you have no idea i mean sometimes you got you gotta you gotta be smart about it though like if you're trying something and it's like going completely wrong like when i learned switch bars for example i did the most fucked up version of a switch bar i've never even seen anyone do it dude oh yeah like i i could not i can't see oh, i can see myself i could not like hand the bar over with my left hand so i was bunny hopping and i was like doing a quick under grab and then doing like a normal handed bus driver but having the bars go the other way and I learned that because I wanted to learn switch bars, but I was like, I can't do that. That is like, it's broken. It's, it <laughs> doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. Like, I'm not going to do that. But then like 
so like every couple months I would try like try switch bars and eventually like I was there. Yeah. So, like you kind of have to like stop trying tricks if you're trying them the wrong way and like wait for that muscle memory to go away and then start over fresh. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've had the situation where you're trying something, then you don't try it again for three months and then you try it or years then you do it within a couple tries yeah that happens sometimes yeah i don't know what it is it's just like i don't know i think you just try it differently a little bit than you did the first time yeah i I don't know what it is either i've I've had that happen so many times but uh it's one of those things where like you watch the way you ride and you're so well-rounded and you can do a lot of tricks that people don't do. And I kind of mentioned this thing of like, you could legitimately be a professional rider, but you've talked before about how like, that's not really what you want as far as like being sponsored or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, I like being able to ride what I ride on my bike. Like I, you know, I have friends with pros and some may have bike parts that they don't want to have on their bike, but they like are obligated to because they are, contracted that company mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to do that like i'm riding for fun and i like it's like my outlet like you don't want to have that you know i don't know yeah. and also it's like unless you're like a super pro it's like you're not from what i've observed or like a contest person you're not gonna make a living off of riding yeah i don't know when i was like 18 I went to Greenville, North Carolina, and I stayed with Craig Mass. I didn't stay with him. We we met up with Craig Mass, and I was talking to him about it, and he was just so stressed out. And I was, and then like he was like telling me numbers and stuff, and how like well he has to perform and the stress. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, that's fair. Uh, but in a way, I mean, you've kind of made your own little path to where. You kind of like are a pro rider, but you just don't get paid from the BMX industry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I do make money off of riding, but I don't know. BMX is so weird about, you know, being pro because there'll be like some, you know, someone who's decent at riding that does a, a BMX show and they get paid 200 bucks and they're like, I got paid to ride my bike pro in the bio. <laughs> dude they do that like some kid like i don't i have no i had some instance where i met some kid and like i guess he watched my videos and he wasn't a kid he was like in his 20s he watched my videos and i like talked to him a little bit at the skate park casually and stuff and then like one of the first things he said he's like bro can you follow my instagram and that's just like such a turn off to me. Like it's yeah. just like, can we can we have like a genuine friendship here before you like just start asking for stuff? So I kind of was just like, not like mean to cut him off. I was just like, not. I casually avoided talking to him. Yeah. Then I posted something on Instagram, and this was like a year after he this thing happened, which I didn't even think was like anything weird, but he it like ruined his life apparently. Oh, I didn't no. follow him on Instagram. And he was like negative in my comments. And I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, what did I do to this person? He's like, you're such an asshole in person. I'm just like, what? I was like trying to think. Cause like, you know, I will be an asshole to people if I am trying to like deflect them. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be around you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care for your, you hanging out with around me. 
Um, but yeah, I was like, what the hell happened? Then I was like, oh, this is the fucking kid that asked me to follow him after like meeting him for five minutes. Yeah, it's a bummer when stuff like that happens. But, but, um, I went and looked at his bio and it said like professional BMX rider. And this kid, like, I'm not talking to you on someone's riding, but like, you know, he wouldn't be a professional woman's BMX rider. <laughs> and I'm just like, why, like, why does this kid have this? And he like had like a, he like sent me a picture of like a framed, like something he got paid to ride for. And I'm just like, dude, what is wrong with you, dude? Like you are not doing this the right way. Like just have fun, ride your bike. If you, something happens and good for you, but like the title of pro is so weird. Like yeah. everyone thinks they're pro if they can do a three whip or something. It is definitely a weird thing. I mean, in, in my eyes, the, the label of pro comes with, like, that's how you support yourself. Yeah. I would I would say you want, you need, like, you know, pe- like, professional peers, like, almost, like, endorsing, like, yes. Like, you are kind of, I don't know. I get it's it. It's weird. It is weird. It's yeah. Really weird. Skateboarding seems like they have it pretty dialed, dude, because a lot of the AMs are, like, really good. But they don't say they're pro because you have to have a deck to be pro in skateboarding. Oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. tough in BMX because it's hard. I mean, how, I wonder if it's possible for there to be more skateboard decks than there are frames in BMX. <sighs> mm, no, there's no way. I mean, skateboarding is just so cheap to get. Like it's such a cheaper entry than BMX, you know? Yeah, that's why that I think that's why it's more popular. Like in my opinion, unbiasedly, even before I started riding BMX, I always thought BMX was you know cooler because you could fucking ride it as like a way to commute. Mm-hmm. And like for a kid, like riding around the neighborhood, which is how I started, it's just like you you know you need a bike anyway to fucking get around. And I just started trying tricks from like point A to B. And you can ride on everything too. It's just like there's so many more options, but it costs more to get into. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. And I, I don't know. I feel like skateboarding <laughs> might be a little bit more organized in their industry as far as like how the structure of working your way through that might work. I don't know a ton about it. Seems like it might be that way. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow skateboarding too much. I like I watch some stuff, but because my brother skateboards, but yeah. I don't follow it that well. I just know that they have it's a little more uniform on their end. Yeah. Oh, good question, Jonesy. What was your first bike? My first bike was a Mongoose Hoop D. I feel like I remember that from the Swamp Fest questions. Hoop D. Yeah. Yeah, and then my buddy had a Redline who, he didn't ride BMX, and I just thought it was a better bike. It really wasn't better. It was just, like, a cheap Redline. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, like, let me, I'm starting to try to ride BMX. Like, let me borrow this. <laughs> and uh, I think we swapped bikes or something. Nice. Do you and rem- then I just started getting random parts from people. Do you remember what, like, some of the first things you were learning were? Uh. Yeah, so like when I when I uh it's so weird how I started riding BMX. Like I didn't even like think I was BMXing. I was just like I was probably riding like 10 miles a day on like my Mongoose Hoop D. 
and a lot of my friends are starting to get into like they weren't doing like fun shit that like you know teenagers used to do yeah like they were like their daily task was like how are we going to get ten dollars to buy weed today or something (laughs) and i'm just like i don't i don't do that i'm just like this is so fucking boring like even if you did do that like you're gonna make that revolve around your day like that's your daily quest so i was like i'm just gonna start like trying shit from point a to b and i used to race a little bit um when we were younger i probably have like I probably had like at least 30 second place trophies because I raced against my brother who's 10 months older than me. So he had a, a 10 month genetic advantage. <laughs> and he was beating you. He beat, he beat me every time because he was a little stronger than me. Yeah. I still haven't beat him yet. He doesn't want a rematch. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he he skateboarded, and one of his buddies that used to skateboard rode BMX. And after, I guess he he told um, my buddy Geo, who was like you know his buddy as well, that I started riding BMX, and he took me downtown Tampa to the original Bro Bowl, and that's when I that was like my first like oh like this is BMX because I got to ride like with this guy Scott Murphy who was like who is like one of the OG street riders around Tampa. Yeah. So I just jumped right into riding with people who are like the best in my area. I feel like that's genuinely one of the fastest ways to get. Better. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. What What was the original Bro Bowl like? I always heard, but I never got to experience. It used to be it. called the Ghetto Bowl because they had uh, assisted living, like projects, mm-hmm. right there, but. I guess when I started riding, that was towards like those were already unoccupied. But they used to just have kids throwing beer bottles and stuff in there, just people stealing bikes all the time, and a lot of stuff going down there. I mean, I but heard it, it was sketchy. Yeah, but there was a good community there. Like there was people that went there every Sunday for like up until they got rid of it. Hmm. And they did you go to the new Bro Bowl? Yeah. So. Probably like 500 yards away from that was where the old one was, and yeah. it's there's nothing even where it was at. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's, they downsized it too by like seven tenths, probably. Hmm. I mean, the new spot's fun. No, it's fun as a skate park, but honestly, I feel like they shouldn't have even tried to make that replica because that replica is like a one out of ten comparison to how the old one was which parts are replica the whole thing yeah so if you go to the bro bowl they have like you know the part you can ride and then there's this green part kind of like almost like an art display we can ride it on bmx but like it's surrounded by grass Mm. that's the original like rollers that are in the inside gotcha you can like it's clear as day like how much different they are like they put they put rollers in the same spot, but they are so much different. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and the banks are a little shorter. It's a bunch of. I'm just like, what are you, what are you guys doing here? And, and it, I didn't think about this until recently. I'm like, they moved the hardest things to move from the original. It's like, why didn't you just fucking bring the whole thing over here then? <laughs> you did the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah, who knows why that stuff happens the way that it does. Yeah. Interesting. What I mean, what's it like growing up riding BMX in Florida? 
Uh, he, he used to be better, I would say. We used to have a lot of indoor parks. We had 688, which was in Clearwater. That was where Matt Sparks did the first windshield wiper. Oh. I think they had a local exposure there as well. This is all way before I started riding, but gotcha. Uh, I think, I think it's the same park that uh Jim Selensky did like an open loop kind of thing in. Mm. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but we had that. We've always had Spot, and Spot changes their course every year. Um, so that's fresh. We used to have Vans in Orlando, Mesh in Orlando. Um, so there's a lot of indoor parks. Like I was going all over the place every weekend. Ocala used to have uh something. They have something again now, but they used to have a like more of like you know mid mid school kind of parks. Yeah. So we were I was riding everything. Metro. What's Metro? Metro was before uh, it was before Mesh. Gotcha. Yeah, Jonesy said I'm sad Metro closed down. Oh wait, no wait. Metro was this. That was a newer one that that closed. Actually, no. Mission was the one that was before Match. Yeah, Chad DeGroote skate parks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Don't forget about Swampwood. Is that the the newer one that was there for like a couple months? I have no idea. That park was not fun. No. It was no. It was not fun at all. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, coming from Ohio, my perspective, when I hear like indoor skate parks in Florida, I'm like, why would they do that? They think about it like, oh, to get out of the heat. Yeah, but right now, like the skate park of Tampa, like is almost worse because it like traps the heat. Oh, you're in in, like an oven. I love I love the skate park of Tampa. But yeah, they need some ventilation or something in there. That makes sense. Anyway, back to YouTube. I'm curious. Like, what are your favorite, (laughs) through history of making videos, like, what have been your favorite types of videos to make? I am not sure. I mean, I I won't make a video unless I like making it. Right. Um, I guess I like... As like create it creator wise. Yeah, just something that you're like, oh man, I want games of bike are always like fun to do because like they perform well. I like playing games of bike because you get like influence from someone else's riding, and you could try it gets you to like you know out of your comfort zone to try something new. Mm-hmm. But also, it's it's great because there's like a set beginning and a set end. Like the video is done when the game's over, rather than like a lot of the times I didn't, like don't want to do anything like that. Um, and I just like session. Yeah. So it's just like that video could take, you know, six hours of writing to do or that's, something. That's so, all of my videos because I filmed the entire session. Every yeah. Time. Yeah. Also, yeah, anything riding with like, you know, I guess it just depends on like who you're riding with. Mm. Uh, self-filming is at the very bottom. Yeah. Self-filming in current Florida is the lowest of low. Well, I mean, does your how's your camera do in that? It does pretty fine. Like sometimes it'll overheat. Rarely though, because I don't really put it in the sun. Okay. But yeah, it's just it sucks. Yeah, I, man, I can only imagine. I I was down there and trying to ride in ninety five. I can't imagine more than that. 
I don't I don't even mind the heat, dude. It's it's the humidity it blankets you. It's yeah. it's horrible. Like even like people I have like non BMX friends because I grew up here, just bitching about going outside. I'm like, oh yeah. Imagine like going outside and doing like the most athletic <laughs> thing you you're capable of. Yeah. For like four hours. <laughs> Literally four hours. Yeah, like I have to there's like a lot of preparations that go into like having a solid session. Like I have to bring like three shirts, a towel, gallon of water. I need to get some cold drinks with electrolytes. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's rough. I mean, I'd almost be worried about something happening, like passing out when you're riding yeah. by yourself. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, I'm pretty conscious about like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta sit down for ten minutes <laughs> and just like chill. Because yeah, you can definitely. It's it would not be hard to get like a heat stroke or something if you're, you know, not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, so is that like one of the perks of? I guess. Yeah, you'd spend the summer at Woodward. Was it better? Oh yeah, because it's landlocked, and it it's gonna drop. Temperature's gonna drop like twenty degrees or more overnight. It was, yeah, that was great, but Woodward's, like, kind of weird right now. Why? It's just super corporate. Like, all, everyone's left there, for um, the most part, from, like, my era of being there. Yeah, I kind of noticed that over time, of just the people who are working there just change. Yeah, they did a whole corporate purge on the whole place. At the same time, though, I kind of realized, too, it's like, Woodward is the kind of place that you work, like, the way that you guys worked, when you don't have a ton of other like things tying you to somewhere yeah. else. No, yeah, it's it's just like a it's a it's a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it was really good for making videos though. No, I, I love making videos there. Yeah, it's great. It's just like they've had like over the last five years they've had five different GMs. Mm. Like build a relationship with, you know, somebody and and then they're gone, and it's like now it's just like, oh, cool! Like, I've been going here every summer for ten years, and have made hundreds of videos, but that guy still like, I don't know who to reach out to now. Yeah, I'll go in there. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, there is Adult Weekend in September, the end of the month. I probably won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's far too. I, I'm not traveling until I sell my van. That's fair. That's definitely fair. Are you not probably not thinking about moving out by Woodward now, are you? No, it's just it's just too risky. Like with it being corporate and then like there's like there's been people that have, you know, been there since, you know, the nineties that got purged and relationships just cut, like they they still live there. That's rough. Like, if you can't go to the camp, what like there's nothing out there, you know, like Literally. everything would be it would be perfect if you had endless access, but or if you were uh, Amish, because yeah. then you're fitting right in once you can't. Yeah, well, back. the Amish live out there for a reason. I mean, they do have sheets, which is a enhancement, but you need something to ride. Yeah, when, especially for the winter. Yep. Yeah, it's it's cool to like in thinking about you and and the way you've kind of gone through BMX in different chapters, like being in Florida, having the, the North Carolina thing, 
Then you have Woodward. Then you have the van life. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to switch it up. The van life seemed cool though for you. I liked the van life. It was great. I met like a bunch of like awesome people, and I got to live in like major cities. I would say you know it would count as living. That's what I would say. If I if I'd stay there for like three weeks or more kind of get a feel for what it's like to like live there because the whole reason why i got the van was because you know i didn't want to be in florida and i didn't know where to move to you know because like that's a big dice roll to just move somewhere and like like oh shit hopefully i like (laughs) it sign this lease hope this works out yeah so with the van even though i didn't ride for fucking basically a year and a half because well i was riding but not as much because i was learning how to build it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i got a go across not all of the country but like the southern part of it pretty much yeah and riding with so many different people yeah that was that was fun because you know you learn stuff from people you're riding with so oh absolutely just riding with a bunch of people and and riding new stuff like can't take that for granted like riding a new skate park almost every day yeah it's so that's sick. I mean, one of my goals is just to get to a point where I can be like, oh, hey, I want to go here. Just go. And with the van, that's literally what you were doing. Yeah. But the uh, the cost of traveling, I thought it was going to be cheaper doing van life, but I, you know, I had a lease on the van. Mm-hmm. So I ended up like weighing out to be like the same as like when I had an apartment in Tampa with paying for all the stuff and also uh, gas got insane a couple times yeah like i was on the road both times gas and up to like a lot it's still a lot now when i first bought my van diesel was 199 and at the highest i saw it was like almost six dollars so that makes it crazy yeah and like especially with using my van also was like a generator i guess for my battery bank mm. so i'm not not just driving but i'm like idling to like make sure i'm charged so i can like have a normal living situation with like being able to do stuff and like play video games and i'm just chilling so yeah the gas was was a lot yeah i mean I, i'm sure you'd say it was worth it though right oh yeah oh for sure worth it i didn't make as many videos as like you would think because like depending on who you're riding with you know, I'm really not trying to like, I'm not like, my life doesn't revolve around like money. Mm-hmm. I would rather like make less videos and less money than like, and, but actually like build like, you know, like a friendship or a relationship and be like, instead of just going up, meeting someone at the park and be like, yo man, you think you could film me? Uh, I'm trying to get this YouTube video done. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. It can feel, if, if not only does it feel weird, to do that it also i'm sure feels super weird for the other person oh i bet yeah i mean i've been on the receiving end of that before and, and you, especially when it's like someone you don't really know that well you're like is this guy can this guy even do this or like <laughs> it's like <laughs> how long am i gonna be sitting here like are they considerate of my time yeah for me but, if somebody asks me to do that i'm like you can use my tripod yeah but if it's like one of my buddies and it's like I won't feel bad because like I'm I'm down to film as well like you know mm-hmm. so it's like it, it balances out oh for sure I was also curious like how 
did some of the the more well-known people you were riding with react to filming videos when you were with them well like who <laughs> i'm not trying to ask about anybody specific but like, oh, were people uh, generally cool with it or yeah but most people are cool with it i think it's all about how you approach the situation like i never wanted to like be like leechy kind of and mm-hmm. like be like oh i'm riding with this person let me capitalize on that i like you know would wait if they you know, if they were down then cool but a lot of the times i'll just like kind of keep doing my own thing and i'll be filming you know myself tripod and stuff and if they offer to film then cool but if not it's like whatever but i'm like always like hey like you're doing cool stuff if you like want me to record it i'm down for your instagram or for the video it doesn't matter that's good but did you ever have anybody be like whoa what are you doing no because i I, i'm very i don't i don't put that pressure on anybody you know yeah and i and a a thing i do notice though is like because everyone's at a different skill level but i i always tell people like even people better than you are at your level at some point so don't like feel like you need to do anything more than what you're doing just like because that dude that's honestly how it is like people don't necessarily always want to see the craziest shit they want to see someone like evolving themselves like trying to learn something or even if you're like a new face like in a video or something it's like i'm like you could do anything you want yep because none of my audience has seen you do anything so like don't like try to break yourself off trying to do something you know like a banger you've been thinking about it's just like dude we're just having fun Mm -hmm. just capture just capturing the session just chilling yeah yeah no one no one's ever like Dude, get that guy off the videos. He's ass or something. Or, you know, <laughs> like everyone, everyone's pretty nice. Yeah. Or I just meant like in person, like you go ride with somebody and they're like, whoa, don't film me. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I do that sometimes. Like if, but it's just like people will go up to you and just start filming you, but they don't like, they're like strangers kind of. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like, can you not film me? You know, like this, this happened to me twice recently. There's this like photo guy in, in Tampa area. I saw him at the bro bowl and he kept like trying to like, he like stood in front of my tripod to like try to get pictures of me or something. And I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, yo, like, can you not take pictures of me? Like, I'm like, I'm trying to film like you're in front of my camera. And then, uh, and then a couple weeks ago I was at St. Pete skate park and I was, I've been working on the whiplash a little bit but i haven't been riding that much mm-hmm. it was my first time trying it into a bank the hang five whiplash and he was standing where the bike would swing into oh so and it's like i'm not that good at this trick yet like if i fuck up which i could you're gonna get hit with my bike mm-hmm. um, but he also had his flash on it was nighttime but he didn't even like ask me anything like, hey, can I take pictures? He just starts taking pictures. And I'm just like, yo, like, get the fuck out of my way. I don't want you taking pictures of me. And that guy probably hates me now. But it's like, dude, like, like what are you doing? Yeah, some people are just oblivious to the world around them. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just like, that guy, you know, no hard feelings to him. But he, he could just be someone not, like, have any affiliation with action sports and just, like, picked up a camera. And was like, I'm going to start going to skate parks. Yeah, just doesn't yeah, know. J- J- Jonesy was there. He remembers that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do think it would be good for us to talk about that, the 
Dylan's comment? Any tips for filming by yourself? Uh, well, depending on your skill set, don't do anything too dangerous. For sure that. Um, but I'm not really worried about anything when I'm filming. Because I have uh, ma- almost almost mastered the crashing art. <laughs> um, Fair. But I don't know. I mean, I, everyone's different. I just do something that, like, if I'm self-filming, I'm usually just, just trying to, like, learn something, I guess. Or work on it. I guess it's not only, like, learning something, but you could, like, do a harder version of something, you know? So I guess it is, like, learning in a way. Yeah, that's I was going to say just when I ride by myself and self filming, it's literally always that I'm just like thinking of a little goal and then trying to make that happen or thinking of something I want to learn yeah. and trying to make that happen. I, I guess I would say don't film something that, uh, you don't really care about, you know, that too. Like I could, I could make a video, a BMX video every single day. It would just it would take everything, all the joy and happiness out of BMX for me though. Yeah. My channel would probably perform better, but I don't know. I feel like people would get bored of just seeing like because you, you you nobody can do that every day and like keep it going. I I do. <laughs> no, I mean, but like, how long have you been riding though? Seventeen years. Well, how long are your videos usually? Like ten ish minutes. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just it's just a lot. It is. You don't want you don't want to overdo your viewers like that unless you like like for I just would compare like what Scotty used to be doing with the crew. Yeah. You got like over a handful of different people and different styles all adding together where they only need to get a handful of clips a session yeah it's for me (laughs) yeah for for me it's less about like obviously i care about what the people who are watching think but i'm doing it because i want to capture my sessions and document it and just have that and it's that's what i've done since i was you know 13 more than it's like shit oh i'm trying to film this video for the internet yeah well i remember when you came and we rode at that uh desoto skate park you were like these i'm like three months ahead in videos or something (laughs) i was mind blown i'm like how the hell you have three months of videos lined up i'm still (laughs) that makes sense if you're doing daily videos like that yeah it's just i film every single session and it's not for the purposes of youtube it's just for that's yeah it's just there to watch it's just what i like doing yeah see i don't i don't like i'm different i, I guess in that aspect just like it's like i don't want to do this over and over again yeah thing. I, I try to just always keep keep it fresh and just do different types of things i guess yeah like you know when you go to a skate park with a... i wish i had that mindset though yeah i mean it's it's fun that's it's just like Everybody likes doing things. Yeah. And that's the thing I like doing. It just so happens to be what I post on YouTube that helps me support myself. Yeah, there you go. But uh what was I gonna say? You you like doing different things like, you know, getting a brand new bike and destroying a kid's back wheel. <laughs> that was that was planned on the spot. <laughs> that was I wanted awesome. 
Uh, well, that vid that was such a weird. That was like one of my worst videos, but my most successful video. Isn't that crazy how that works? Put it put in that video out. I'm like, it was first of all that was my first sponsored video I ever did. Yeah. With the cheese app, it was like a competitor with TikTok before TikTok blew up and consumed everyone's minds. Mm-hmm. Um. And I yeah, I saw you took the sponsored money. I paid my buddy Chad to do this dance part of it and then i took some for myself obviously support myself and then i took half of the money and bought a bike to give away from this local shop that doesn't exist anymore unfortunately but i had to get the, i had a deadline to get this video done and i went to this park with you know a couple kids were riding first time there was one kid he said some fucking shit to me and i was like disqualified (laughs) (laughs) he had no idea either yeah and then there was one kid who you know i did the i was like yo like can i try your bike whatever just trying to get him off of his bike and he had like 10 psi in his tire and he had like a next green bike single wall rim oh yeah and i was like this would be fucking funny to flare but i i know i'm like if i flare this bike that back wheel is going to fold down because it's 10 PSI and I'm probably going to break the wheel. But I'm like, but I'm giving him a new bike. But like right before it got down to like, I'm going to do the flare on this kid's bike. The kid's dad shows up to the park (laughs) and he was like, kind of like a strict Southern dad. Where he's like, you know, get in the truck. We're, gonna, I don't know, like we're, we're leaving now. Yeah. And, and you know, the kid was obedient. Obviously, he was a good kid. And uh, I was like, wait, 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 like, dude, I need three minutes, dude. I need three minutes. <laughs> and it was such a mess of a scenario. And I broke his bike and then gave him the bike. But then, like, I think his dad thought that, like, I broke his bike and was like giving him. A bike because i broke his bike it yeah. was super weird and then, and then like the video fucking blew up that guy's the kid's dad responded to like a thousand comments i saw that on the video and i'm just like oh my god this is so weird and yeah you've had it's a very weird situation no doubt i mean you've had some pretty funny but weird things that just like went wild on the internet yeah like that one for sure the whole frame thing that was all crazy (laughs) (laughs) that was well deserved (laughs) just kidding well so another thing i think about is like that cheese app video where i destroyed the kid's bike i had to do something weird thing where like i granted them some sort of like weird permission on my channel yeah or that video yep. so i always wonder like did did they like pump some money into advertising this or something because dude i my, my videos were like you know performing the same as they did now back then it was just like uh but then i woke up and had like two hundred fifty thousand views i'm like what the fuck is this i'm like what happened I wonder if they yeah, did. I mean, it was it was a good title, and the thumbnail was okay. I just was like, "What is the hell happened here, dude?" That's interesting. I wonder. I yeah, mean, you would think they would know, like, 
if you think you would be able to see that in your analytics, like it comes from advertising yeah. or something, but I don't know. I, yeah, I have no idea. That's and then, you know, another great thing about that video, though, is that before it hit a million views, it wasn't monetized. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. There it goes, like, $1,000 or something. But, uh, yeah, and then it got copy-striked by fucking Infant Sorrow, what? the R- yeah. Russell Brands band. Oh, no Because way. I liked the beginning of the that song. It sounded sad. Um, oh. and, uh, I put like, I put like six seconds in of this, uh, the beginning little riff of this song called Inside of You <laughs> <laughs> oh. from like, uh, I forget what movie it was. It had like Mila Kunis and yeah. someone else in it, some Hawaii movie. Um, but it was, I just was like, let me put this little sad riff in there when, when I break the kid's wheel and dude, I have appealed this. It's pro- they probably have the rights of that video still i've appealed it and i even went back and edited it took the sound out yeah and then added a youtube sound in and then they still try to grab it jeez yes yeah, insane that sucks but who knows that that could have been the moment that made it viral though i mean i don't know maybe. i don't know maybe did harry may never respond to spencer's yeah, I've ex- I've explained that whole situation a couple times. There's videos for that. That was yeah, that was I was doing the service of the BMX community because <laughs> of the, like long story short, he he used everyone's BMX platform as a way to promote mafia bikes. Yeah. And I I just focused him and I didn't do anything for profit. I just said everyone go and comment fucking lemonade on his comments. Just, just so he could, you know, get a reflection of what, he, just a sample of what he did. Yeah. And then he turned his comments off for like three months. <laughs> or no, no, not three months, like a, like a week or something. That's funny, man. YouTuber drama is so crazy. I, I, I still will watch Harry's videos every now and then. I'm, I really would like to play a game of Princess Bike with him. Oh my goodness, let's make that happen. That would, that would be a lot of fun, but I don't. I don't know if he'd ever come over here, and I don't know when I'd go over there. Make it happen. Make it happen, yo. Yeah. We'll we'll put a put a bounty up on it and see if we can get it together. Yeah, I mean that would pretty that'd be a pretty fair game of bike. He's one of the best riders in the world. He definitely I don't know, is. I, I'm so I feel so weird when I watch his videos. I don't know what he's doing. Like he's he's amazing at riding, but he's just like goofing. I haven't watched one of his videos in a long time. Well, I just, I think it's interesting because you had this guy who was like, you know, pushing the boundaries of BMX for a good amount of years. And then you go back and watch, you you watch what he's doing now. It's just like, what is going on here? But then he could probably do it. Then he did like that truck to foot jam, like first try. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Harry, we need a podcast with you. Hit me up. Welcome back. Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> that was way too good. <laughs> Whoa. That was like <laughs> freaky. Holy cow. <laughs> so, I mean, another thing I wanted to talk to you about because actually, I guess before we get to that, I want to. Jonesy's been asking some really good questions. I kind of want to talk about this one. Good though. guy, Jonesy. Shout out to Jonesy. Yeah, shout out to Jonesy. Uh, 
He asked, how does it make you guys feel knowing hundreds of people get into riding because of the content you make? I'm curious to hear your perspective on that. I mean, I don't take full credibility for that. I mean, for, you know, they could have, you know, if I didn't make videos, there's a good chance they could have seen someone else's videos that got them into it. But I don't know. I mean... It, it's i think it's cool like it's awesome yeah especially like now that i've been doing it for a while like seeing you know people you know really develop their riding mm-hmm. i think that's cool well here's one maybe i'll give you a specific example because my buddy texted me this uh he, he's telling me how his he and his four-year-old daughter watch your videos just as much as they watch my videos and like he and i grew up together so like he's saying how she wants to put pegs on her she's riding a 14 and she's four she wants to put pegs on her bike so she can rocket manual like you that's awesome that's amazing the rocket manual might be the easiest form of manual right i can't do any form of manual so i don't know yeah take your brakes off then I don't gotta do anything. You can't manual? What? I can manual a box jump. That's about it. What are you doing? I probably shouldn't have told you this because now we're gonna Ma- play a game of bike and you're gonna manual something. I'm gonna manual something very minuscule. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't ever go for people's like weaknesses unless it's Jay, and that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Just because I believe Jay can do it all, that I, I it's, it's fair. Like before, I used to try to get Jay to do flares and games of bike, and now he just does them. But he he would want me to do them because that would be his like reason to. All right, I'm gonna try it now. You know. Yeah. Well, dude. I mean, speaking of Jay, there was an era there where you were both at Woodward, and you guys were doing like the perfect thing that like grew both of your youtube channels at the same time where you're like in each other's videos and you're bouncing them back and forth and it just it was natural though yeah i mean i love making videos with jay he's really good and knows how to film and i'm okay at writing and i can film pretty good so it it balances out like and we both know the you know what each other needs for their videos i guess Mm -hmm. so like you know i wouldn't I wouldn't like, you know, hold back anything, I guess. I'd just ride how I normally would ride for my video. And then so like he would get good content from me and he does the same. Yeah. And it's worked really well. Yeah, because I mean, we're friends like outside of like making videos. Like I was friends with Jay. Uh, We both actually started working at Woodward the exact same day. Nice. Yeah, we had the same orientation and he I had no idea who Jay Dalton was. And actually, my first Jay Dalton experience is pretty funny. He was, we were in the orientation at Woodward, and it was Jay, like eight, 18 year old Jay, I think. And he, there was like probably like 50 or 60 people, like of all, this is before they abolished gymnastics and cheerleading. So you had a bunch of gymnast, gymnasts and cheerleaders, and then like skate and BMX dudes all in this building doing the orientation. And Jay's sitting in the front row, and he's, like, spacing out. <laughs> and the the head director, Darren, who was running the orientation, was like, Darren. He's like, Jay, Jay, are you okay? And he's like, I can't see anything. <laughs> His eyes were, like, 
like wide open and I guess cuz he like got there and rode too much he like dehydrated himself. And then uh and then I rode with him like later that day and he's airing out like 10 feet and I'm like what? I was like what is going on with this? This is so weird. Hmm. So I have to ask since we're talking about Jay. Okay. Is Jay's sister a real person? Jay has two sisters. Okay. One is one is you know much much younger. That that's the one he puts in his videos. Okay. So there there was a moment uh when he when he put her the youngest one in a video and people were you know coming at <laughs> come, like like wait wait what's going on here like, a, like almost like a chris hansen moment and i'm like whoa guys guys there's another one he's keeping it secret <laughs> so there is there's there's another one but we we keep her identity safe that is funny so real person that's funny yeah i was actually talking to jay yesterday i'm like why come on jay like why aren't you putting her the videos and his 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 parents uh they actually got mad at him for that <laughs> <laughs> for putting the younger one in videos no for like for making it like he did it unintentionally but like it made it seem suspicious mm. and he just jay's not thinking about that in any way yeah P- pure hearted jay but yeah it was like i think it's funny but then she actually uh there is a video where she's in it on my channel. She sent me a video of her saying, like, this is Jay's other sister to, to cure my name. So somewhere that exists. It's in one of my videos, but we won't tell you which one. But yeah, just just there. watch all 500 of them. <laughs> that how many you're at now? I don't know. I don't know how to find that out, honestly. What is up, guys? You can go Whoa. to someone's channel and uh, it shows you how many they have. Does it? Yeah, it'll say like they have X amount of videos. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how to find that. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, I'm glad to hear that your name has been cleared. I had no <laughs> idea that that even happened. It wasn't that big. I mean, it was just like a comment section of a YouTube video. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure most people were just like bullshitting. Oh yeah. But I was like, you know, we're not ta- we're not taking any chances here. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, along the YouTube lines, I'm kind of curious. And I had this thought because I've had a couple experiences. But what is your like? The, the best story that you can think of that happened because of YouTube. The best be something that happened from making YouTube videos. Not necessarily like, Oh, I did this cool thing, but like some, if anything crazy ever happened or anything like that. Mm. And if you can't think of one, I have a better question after that. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you know if something comes to mind. Oh, I have a better one then. <laughs> okay, okay. <I'm> <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing to the top of my head. This yeah. is going to lead into some good stuff. Okay. I want to hear your best Florida man story, but you ha- it's something that you witnessed it or in- experienced in real life. There's a couple in downtown Tampa. <laughs> That's where I knew it yeah. was going to go. We had, we had a spice um 
a really bad Chinese spice problem for oh, like a window of like a year or something. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. I don't do this kind of stuff. I, I just know it. that these people were they were like turning into zombies oh, around God. the city. <laughs> and one that one that is on my channel is this spot like we always usually park at the Bro Bowl and then go into the city. And there's this fucking guy standing on one leg like a damn flamingo taking a shit. <laughs> He's just standing on one leg. And we pass him, just like, you know, just like, like, what the hell? But not, not like trying to offend anybody and just like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. We just go by him. He's a statue to us. And we go and ride and we're, we ride for like three and a half hours. And I'm pretty good at like observing things. And like, and then we're riding back and we didn't even go down that road. I just looked down the road and I'm like, dude, that fucking guy is still standing there. <laughs> and there's a bar on the corner. Um, and there's people outside of it, and we went over there, and I was just like, yo, has this guy been out there this whole time? And he, they said, yeah, he's been out here for, like, six hours or something. And, like, then we just, like, tried to, like, do manuals around him and stuff to see if, like, he would do anything. He didn't He didn't do anything. Um, and then another one was – this one is a really weird story. I think – what was I doing? I, I might have been riding downtown by myself. And I was in a part of the, this area that I don't usually go to, but it was still like in like the center of the city. And this fucking guy is like, he's crazy. He was like, you know, like almost like a crazy homeless person kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. And he was saying something to me. And I, you know, I, I usually am like short with people. I don't like try to like le like let them plant a seed into like feeling comfortable doing something like just you know just like hey, I would almost like say something that doesn't make sense to like confuse them to like 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 think about whatever just distract them from whatever their intentions are and this guy said something to me and i was just like yeah like, i don't know and then he like got aggressive like i thought i was about to fight this guy <laughs> i don't even remember the context of what went into it i didn't do anything to offend him and Guess who walks out of the fucking building? This fucking weird plant-based food building. Who? I don't know. Matt Copeland. Oh my goodness. Matt Copeland was in downtown Nicest eating person. someplace. Yeah. Um, and this guy said he was Moses and he like he split the he he said he was Moses reborn or something. And I was just like, "Okay, man." And yeah, he was just angry, but like he was Moses and I was the Red Sea he was trying to split. <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on. I was just like, dude, this is fucking, you're fucking crazy. But I'm not, I'm never like scared to like throw down if I have to. Like, but it's just like, you don't know what these crazy people are going to do, you know? Like, oh yeah. You can't, you can't fight anybody anymore. No. Like, they will kill you. Like, I'm down, if it was just, like, a normal, you know, man-to-man, hand-to-hand combat. But these people will, like, they, like, if they lose a fight, you have to, I don't know. You gotta just get down and go real quick. Yeah. I, I thought I was gonna have to deck this guy who thought he was Moses. <laughs> he thought you were gonna have to. Dude, yeah, if anyone gets close to me and they're acting weird, like, I'm not gonna not hit you. 
Yeah. You know, like if you get close enough to me where like you could do something, like I'm I there's zero hesitation. That's and fair. then I will just dis- I will disappear. That's but fair. That's how you gotta be though. Like Yeah, I get it. Um what does pizza like you mean? That's another that's around <laughs> that same chapter. But that, that lady wasn't on drugs though. She was angry and blinded by her anger. Mm. That's on my channel. She uh that's a weird little that just shows you how fucking that shows you the the worst of society, the pizza like you uh scene. I feel like I remember that. It was I just like don't. this this guy had like a nice motorcycle. He parked in a parallel spot and it's a popular pizza spot downtown. Mm. And this fucking lady wanted to get her damn pizza but didn't want to like, you know, walk a block or two. Oh, okay. She, she parked in his spot. She made it work. She did fit in there. She got really close to this guy's motorcycle to where like he like tapped on her hood and my god did that ruin her day. <laughs> But like rightfully, it was his spot, even though he's in a motorcycle. Yeah. Like it's a vehicle, it's his spot, and I just pull up and I'm just like, "What is going on here?" I'm just, you know, I'm just filming. But then I, I kind of had to. She was kind of attacking this guy too hard, like calling him like fat and commented on his appearance, calling him a cracker and stuff. And I'm just like, "Yeah, let's try to defuse this." Like, and but she was like saying, she was trying to say people like you. She said pizza like you, and I fucking thought it was the most funniest thing ever. What is it about downtown Tampa? I don't know. Because it's a great, it's a great place, but it's also like, yeah, I don't know. Is it because so many people come from so many different places to be there? Uh, it's not really a tourist spot. I mean, we have. I mean, if you gardens, were moved there. Not, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, no, th- th- these people were both probably native to Tampa, but I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't either. It just seems like every time you ride, I feel there, like that's everywhere, though. Honestly. Yeah, you'll have crazy you got, situations and all. You got pieces places. of shit everywhere, and you got good people everywhere. It's just like, will you see that? Well, you might see more of it in some places. That's fair. That makes sense. It's the heat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It could also be. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Is there water erosion on the Sphinx? You're damn right there is. I was wondering where that came from. <laughs> for that watch, theory. Go watch the Joe Rogan, Graham Hancock, Randall Carlson. Oh, I've seen it. It'll, it'll open your your eyes too. You ever watch Braid Insight? With Jimmy? <laughs> no, but no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that guy's channel's good. He was on Rogan too. But oh, really? I don't. I don't watch Joe Rogan religiously. I just uh, if there's someone interested on there, you you know, it's 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 good to hear, even if it's like an opposing opinion that you have. It's also it's good to hear someone's yeah where they're coming from. Hulk Hogan was on there this week. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. He's from uh, this area too. Oh, that's right. There, he was yeah. talking about Tampa in that a lot. Yeah, he, there's a. He's got like two or three little beach bar spots, I think. Yeah. We got a spot called Hogan's Beach. That's I was never cool. fucking into wrestling though. Me either. It's just like, it's just a different form of a uh, theater. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't really even know anything about it, honestly. What? Oh, I don't know. I just had the chat open, but like a, almost like a QR code thing popped up. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Back hmm. to back to YouTube. I'm, I'm ask. Yeah. What? What are you chilling? How do you deal with hate online? I reflect it tenfold. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I just with hate stuff. I mean, I'll I'll fuck with people that are hating, but at the end of the day, someone's opinion only has the value you give it. So it's just like, yeah, you can say whatever you want, but you're a bitch. <laughs> and I, like no one has ever said anything that was like, God. I wish you didn't say that room that day. Like, I just don't care. I Yeah, I love your perspective on things. This is part of why I wanted to do one of these with you. I like how you think about a lot of different things. Thank you. Yeah, like, hate online. Like, hate only has the weight you give it. That's real. That's yeah, true. Yeah, people are too sensitive now. It's like, why do you fucking care what this idiot said? Yeah. Like it, that that actually like gives the person hating on you power because they're fucking with you. But if you're just like, I get people like talking shit on my like Twitch stream, like from like in-game stuff, mm. and I just shit on them and they leave, or it's just like they once they realize that what they say has no effect, it's just like, okay, you're wa- you're wasting your time here. Right, absolutely, and it's one of the things too. I think people just sometimes don't realize that all as soon as they close whatever that is that they're looking at and five minutes goes by it doesn't affect you anymore yeah some people just hold grudges like they, it's like they have no hobby they have nothing to do and their hobby is hate hating on things because well, something is unhappy in their life even in bmx though people hate yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it, it, there is a good amount of hate. I mean, I I thought the whole all the rodeo peanut shit was like funny. That that is, is that even hate? That's kind of like just like comedy in a way. It, I guess it it depends on what you're talking about. Because yeah, I don't know. I guess to me, it when it becomes hate beyond comedy is when it's like rooted in somebody actually feeling that way and like being serious about it, but just putting it out there disguised as a joke. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just like, I don't, I mean, I guess there's, I mean, that's it. There's hate and division in literally everything. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you get that in your YouTube comments or in general? Uh, I mean, I got some hate when I, when the wind blew the frame away, <laughs> but honestly, dude, I love that though, because that, that filtered out all the fucking sensitive people that cannot take a joke Yeah, and it's just like, it's just like, good, like get out of here. But some people like went out of their way to try to like call Woodward and get me kicked out of there and stuff. For real? Yeah. But I think it was probably people that worked at that company. Oh, that would make sense. Oh, my kid has this bike, and now they they don't want to go. It's just like shut up, bitch. Yeah. Like, why are you? Why do you care so much? Like that. People like that whole frame that I got 
Jay won it in a giveaway trying to win like a thousand euros or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, this thing cost him fucking nine dollars to get made in Taiwan. Yeah. Hmm. Yo, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Doug Morrison. I know Doug, dude. Oh, you know? Yeah, he's a good dude. Huh. I think he does a show. He has a show company. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's sick. Thanks, Doug. Much appreciated. <clears throat> yeah, so the, with the whole hate thing, I mean, just the perspective you already shared is exactly it. And I was just kind of curious to hear how much of that you have to deal with because it feels like, I, I don't know, if somebody asked me, like, do you think Spencer gets a lot of hate? I would just say no. I feel like he probably just doesn't really get any. Yeah. I don't think I get much hate, really, like... But I feel like people like open themselves up to get hated on in a way. Yeah, by having hair like mine and hairs look good <laughs> and handlebars like mine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it is an exploit for doing candy bars. Hey, <laughs> it helps. That's what they're made for. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't affect it. No, it's. I was just genuinely wanting to know how you how your go with that was. Uh, but yeah, why why don't we've talked about this before? But I feel like a lot of people might wonder, like, with a lot of the stuff that you can do pretty consistently with riding, do you just not have interest in doing any kind of competing or? Uh, I mean, you have to really. Competing wise, like a lot of it's like just doing and practicing the same stuff over and over again that you're gonna do in a run. Yeah. And that kind of stuff is just not I'm just not that into it. Like I like doing air tricks and stuff, but like not enough to like stop doing the stuff I like to do all the time. That's fair. Like I feel like it, it is possible and it's possible for a lot of people, but you have to like have the facility and also you have to like truly want to do that, which I don't like. I I like watching contests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really feel like I have anything to prove. I just ride for myself. Like I'm only trying to beat me at yeah. BMX. You told me a really good reason why you didn't want to compete anymore because the last contest you did, you landed a bunch of crazy tricks or something. Well, yeah, I did a contest. I think Dave, Dave Brumlow, since I filmed all the Florida BMX contests, he put me into, he just like said, I think it was like my birthday month or something. He's like, hey, I, you can enter the contest if you want. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I was like, I'm just going to try to do a 900. I don't really, I was just like, and I landed it. And then I did like a downside hand plan, something else. And I, I didn't have a run planned. Yeah. I was just like, all right, my run is going to be, I'm going to drop in. I'm going to try the 900. Like, and then I'll like, probably get a try like one or two more times in my time frame and i landed it first try and i was like oh shit <laughs> i got i think i got like second but i was just like i wasn't even planning on doing anything besides the 900 that's all i wanted to do <laughs> it was that's just like, a reason to try it that's so awesome yeah that was crazy and an understandable thing too and the, the, i hadn't thought about it in terms of like 
if you were gonna <clears throat> compete, you would have to take away from the stuff that you really just want to be doing to practice the contest type stuff. Yeah, and I'd also not be able to like make videos all the time too, which is like my primary income. Yeah. But it's it's not even like achievable in that sense unless I had some sort of deals or something. I don't know, but like yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> but even though like the contest like like for example like simple session like you got to spend like you know thousand plus dollars to get there and then a hotel mm-hmm. then if you win you can get refunded all your investment to going there <laughs> if you get yeah if you first. if you win if you win first and that's tough yeah so i can see the contest life for like you know energy drink heads that have travel budgets and stuff mm-hmm. uh i just I don't know. I'm I'm pursuing Flatland right now with my whiplashes, and I will soon do a steamroller. Ooh! I but wish. out of but out of the Hang Five. Steamroller? What is that? You're gonna have to describe that's, it. That's where you do like you Hang Five and release, do half a whip and grab the seat. Oh. Okay. But I don't think you have to do it out of Hang Five. That's just the way I want to do. It. I guess it's like a harder way to do it. Mm. A lot of people like traditionally will stand on two pegs and then kind of whip it around yeah. and grab it but i don't want to do that i want to be able to do it on like a manual pad or something it's fun i've been I, i've been having so many fun so much fun just trying whiplashes especially with the heat yeah because it's like high award but low like stamina i guess the, di- the difficulty is there but it's, it doesn't take a lot of energy to keep trying it yeah that makes sense so that's, that's kind of why I've been just like jipping around doing like a lot of rocket manuals and stuff. You think uh you think you could see yourself actually trying to ride Flatland? Oh, I've always like said like uh the, like whenever like I don't want to roll around on the ground, I'll just do more Flatland stuff. Hmm. Cool. There's, yeah, I mean there's endless there's endless the BMX is the unbeatable game. <laughs> That's that's definitely there, true. There is endless things to do, which I love. Yeah, you're a you can, skill tree. You can tree. take it wherever you want it. Your skill tree <laughs> never can be full. No, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. So, uh, before I ask you about like some of the people you enjoy watching right now, I'm curious to hear about. Aside from maybe video games, we can talk about those. But is there anything outside of video games you like doing? Other than riding? I like doing a lot of, you know, stuff that normal people like doing. Like, I'm down for, you know, anything with the right group of people is fun. Like, me and Maddie were playing golf when I was in New Jersey. (laughs) Nice. We played golf. I actually have a video of us playing golf that I need to edit from a year ago. (laughs) That exists, but it's on, like, five different memory cards because it took up so much time, and my computer can't... uh, it can't process that much storage on it at once, so I'd have to like edit five different things and then put it together. Um, I'm pretty simple though. Like I'm down for whatever. Like, I guess like outside stuff wise, or like you know me and like my brother Taylor likes to go bowling, so I'd go bowling with his friends. Like when I was staying there. 
Nice. Um, yeah, just to do whatever. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's talk about video games. <laughs> What's the game of choice right now? <sighs> Unfortunately, it's still Fortnite right now. But I do play a variety of games. Why is that unfortunate? I. It's just I want I want a new game that is satisfying with like the competitive wise of like you know people actually being good at the game. Mm. But it's annoying though because Fortnite is like such a fucking connection based game with like you just throwing walls up and shit. Like I am constantly getting frustrated from people with good, really good internet like butt plug into the server. Oh. I got gotcha. But it's it's still fun. Like it's like kind of like it's almost like chess in a way. You have to think think a couple steps ahead for the battles in a way i don't know it's just fun oh i gotcha yeah i i've never played fortnite so i don't even know yeah. anything about it i play a lot of other retro games too i just haven't uh in a couple weeks yeah but yeah i've always loved video games so that's why i like started streaming again yeah we got josh lightning josh lightning is that the guy who gave you the bike to yeah, he raffle? he gave he gave me a bike to raffle, so shout out to Josh. And then he also gave me another one uh, that I gave away, I think in January. So yeah, he's giving me two like fully custom BMX bikes to get. Uh, one I raffled when Jay broke his leg, and then the other one, um, I gave to a kid. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm glad that somebody else bid on that eBay thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you were the first bit. I remember that, yeah. It's like, somebody's got to do it, and if not, well, I guess I'm getting yeah. a really nice I got bike. lucky, too. I didn't have to do shipping for that, either. The guy was only, like, 40 minutes away from Charlotte, where I was at. <laughs> so I met him halfway. Can't beat that. That is awesome. <laughs> huh. So, uh, you've been streaming video games lately, or what are you streaming? Yeah, every day. I mean, we streamed. I watched all the X Games. I try to watch all the BMX contests live. They let you do that, or you just do it? I mean, I just I did I do it on Twitch because like I don't care as much as Twitch. Mm. Um, I wouldn't do that on YouTube. I don't want to like risk my YouTube channel. That so on Twitch, I kind of like do whatever. But yeah, you can. I mean, it's. I mean, I would like, you know, tag instagram like pin their or not instagram uh x games and like pin their link yeah so i mean they're they're fine i mean they're still making they're not making money off of streaming it they're making money off like the ads and people watching it so i mean there's still people watching it that makes sense yeah that's cool man <clears throat> yeah so Video games, normal stuff, riding <laughs> bikes. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of video games just because of the heat. That's fair. It's been too hot to go outside, so I was just like, I don't want to do nothing. And yeah, I probably, I don't know. I mean, just that, I got to get my van ready to sell. And Yeah, what's know. the next chapter? What, what do you I don't think? know what the next chat. I don't really know if I want to stay in Florida, dude. After this uh, summer, I'm just kind of like, I mean, the scene is there is a scene here in Tampa, but it's like, I don't know. I want to get people a little more like going to the same parks on the same day. 
Yeah. You don't have to hit people up because that's how it used to be when I started riding. You know, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just the the heat was too much. I just I don't really know where I would want to move to though. I would like to maybe get like a group of friends and all move somewhere together. Would be cool. That yeah, that'd be sick. Kind of like a like a Greenville kind of thing. How everyone used to move there. I heard you know Ohio's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Cleveland a lot. Cleveland is good. They do have but raises and open year round. They are just only on Sundays during the summer. Uh, but oh, okay. there's also did you ever hear of Ohio Dreams? Yeah, I've always I've always heard about that in Stoke Run. Yeah, opened up. Yep, and it is so good. Is that open every day? Yeah. Well, I think not like Monday or and Tuesday, something like that. That's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Place is so good. It, yeah, it looks good. I thought it was always slippery there is what I heard, but... The indoor can be slippery, especially <laughs> if you go when it's not been mopped yet. Like, they mop it once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to get something together. I'm down, dude. I just... I'm always down to ride if you're down here. It's yeah. just, uh, right now is not the time to ride. Well, a lot of night riding on the flat ground. What I need. <laughs> well, I mean, you can uh, you can come hang out here where it's not as hot. Yeah, I got the cats though, so. Victoria might lose her mind in a good way if you brought. A cat no, here. no, I can't bring the cats. I can't do. <laughs> hey, this is this is their world inside of this room. Yeah. They would. They freak. I can't. They wouldn't go on the porch. Oh really? Yeah, the porch is the end of their lives for all they know. They 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 go to the window, but the door opens. They go into the bed. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's too funny. Well, man, I uh, I don't want to take too much of your time here. So, for anyone who has no idea who Spencer Forsman might be, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, right here on this video for now, but uh, yeah, my YouTube channel, I guess Instagram and Twitch, that's about all I do. Fair. I don't post on Instagram that much anymore because they took away the fucking reels bonuses, those bastards. <laughs> Won my 200 bucks a month back. Yeah, they took it away. Yo, Kurt Schmidt was in here. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You should go to Cornhuck it. That's so out there, dude. It looks fun, but dude, like, I'm I like I like going to jams and stuff, but I like riding and I fucking hate riding when it's crowded. Well, you could just be there for the event and then ride there when it's not crowded. Yeah, because it's not crowded the days before and the days after. Yeah, I don't know. It's out there though. It's far. I get. I it. would like to do another trip. I mean, the van life was great, but after doing it for three years, I think the ideal way to do the van life is to have a home base and not be fully in the van with all yeah. your shit. Like I, I, I was lucky enough to like have, uh, be able to put stuff at like my brother's house and my dad's house. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. Once I took on having my merch on the road, it was not as homey as it 
you would want. Yeah, that's got to be rough. Uh, Mike <sighs> Cornhucket is September 23rd. Unadilla, Nebraska. Dude, how, how dare you betray nowhere, dude? What are you talking about? You used to have the frame, dude. I had the frame. I had two bikes. Oh, yeah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you still have the bars, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'll always ride those bars. What what frame are you on now? An S and M? Yeah, BTM. BTM. I had an LTF before. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, didn't last me that long though, unfortunately. No. I was a little more. I had like a hatchet style dent from a rail, I think, on it. Oh, that will definitely. It wasn't from a hatchet though. Like my bike. Somehow got away from me and hit like a corner, and it looked like you someone got a hatchet and just hit the top tube. That sucks. Yeah. It must have just been like the perfect hit. I think it's just the bikes aren't meant to get that sort of impact on the top tube of the frame or something. <laughs> I would guess not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not yeah, since the... Uh, the early two thousands where they made to be. Hit with hatchets. Yes. Yeah. I'm on a fiend now, and the fiend is good because we were both on Sundays for a while too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I rode the sound wave I, for a long time. How? Did, yeah. How did you? How did you feel switching off it? I was a little worried when I switched. I mean, I wasn't worried at all. I was more so looking at geometry stuff. This is in the BTM is like the tiniest bit different, but. I just I feel like everybody who you see riding SMs, you're not seeing people break frames very often. And it's just like everything's pretty good now. Yeah. And so it's like it's one of those things. If there was a bike that I was going to switch to, and I said it years even before it happened, it would have been an S M or a fit. Yeah, but I, I remember I got a the first bike I bought, brand new, the first frame was like an Eastern Reaper 2 because all my surrounding friends were saying, like, it's all about the weight. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had this frame for like two months, and then I rode my buddy's Fit Hawk. Yeah. And it was like a year and a half old, and and he liked my bike, and I, I just did a straight-up frame swap for Dang. like $100 less valued frame, and it was older, but I was like, this feels so much better. Hmm. I remember that frame. The graphics were sweet on that frame. It was like black and gold or something. Yep. Yeah. Now I'm on a Fiend, and it's my favorite bike. Yeah, you like it better than the Soundwave? You feel confident dude, I love, now, dude? Yeah, I've been on it for over a year. The Soundwaves would only last me a year. Usually, they'd always crack on the bottom gusset on the down tube. Really? Huh? Every, like even before the Soundwave, the third I had the third wave. Yeah. They all lasted like a year, maybe a little longer, and they all cracked the same spot. But I mean, that was like their designed like weak point, like if because you don't want your head tube to snap off. Yep. So, because I told him, I was like, you guys need to strengthen this. I was like, yeah, but if they strengthen that, then something else is going to be compromised. Um, But yeah, I've had the Fiend for over a year and doesn't have really many dents. That's good. The geometry is really good, too. Hell yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. 
I never, I didn't realize you were having cracking with those. I never had. Oh, yeah. Every time I changed it, it's because I cracked one. Gotcha. Yeah. I one time I didn't was because I tried a 21 inch and I did not like it. Oh, you're like, 20.75 yeah. guy? Oh, yeah. I'm too scared to switch because I'm like. Well, we're like the same height, I feel like, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where, though, like, because I get helped out someone would be giving me a frame and if i don't like it i'm gonna feel horrible yeah but you could always like do some sort of giveaway that benefits them it's true yeah maybe one day yeah i mean i don't know maybe <laughs> you might like it you never been on a 27.5 i was my first uh i had a fit aiken frame that was 20.75 I just that was so long ago I couldn't do half of what I can do now so I don't even know it might either those those ice pick bar friends might not have the room dude <laughs> well I was doing those back then oh that was when running. I started doing those that, that that's your most clearance trick I, I would say right uh I don't do that very often anymore I should kinda, bring it back. Well, I mean, sometimes. I'm kind of like you in that when I ride, I want to learn something new. Yeah. Or do something different. So I'm trying. I try not to do. <clears throat> I end up in like grooves. You probably find yourself this with yourself where like during a period of time, I'll end up doing a lot of similar stuff because I'm trying learning things in that like area. Yeah. I went on a rocket manual rampage for a while. Rocket Manual Rampage. That sounds cool. Yeah, it was it was fun. I love Rocket Man. I didn't think they'd be so much fun. I didn't ride three pegs until up or four pegs up until a year ago. And I started trying Rocket Manuals because someone on a live stream uh when I was in Charlotte asked me to do one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never done one, but I could probably do like two spaces. Yeah. And then uh and then I started trying when I got to Florida and like once I figured out the the balance point, I'm like, holy shit, it's like the same enjoyment as like doing like a long manual, but you're fucking standing up. It's so chill. <laughs> like you don't have to like squat or get too low. There's like way more like wiggle room in a rocket manual. Yeah. And you and jumping into it's fun. Satisfying. You ever do rocket tricks in the air? Yet? No, I mean I've done, I've done like rocket manual to tricks like i've done the whip and the 180 um i've tried to like do like a 180 and jump into the rocket in the 180 that's fun but that's it feels so like unusual oh i'm sure but uh, i it's a it's the entry to the rocket backlash oh so yeah. I'd, I'd have to normalize that in order to do the rocket backlash because hey. on cassette you know what Rocket Backlash is, right? That's Flatland. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You're on your back pegs spinning around. That's Flatland. Yeah, I yeah I watched the Flatland X Games Japan, and I was mind blown. Oh yeah. Did you watch that? The the I forget his name. He won, dude. He did the fucking he did like an actual kickflip. Yeah the the battle format. Like, yeah. Her, I forget his name. It was the age, but Hayakawa. I have no idea, but 
his bike was also super tiny. I was like watching it and seeing how close their wheelbases were, mm-hmm. and they were so different. Like some people like looked like a your normal BMX bike, like that you would do flatland that, that you might dabble in flatland. But like, this kid, this kid's bike, the wheels were like almost like touching it. Looked like I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. The format they do that with those is so cool. The battle where they're just yeah. two guys trying to. I do I best. I think I don't know. It might it might be in the Olympics soon. That would be sweet. I'm not. I'm not sure. I just saw that they did. They did do a UCI Flatland. I think, hmm. like a, a Flatland World Championship. I think I saw it on the website, but it was like so impossible to fucking watch. Oh my god! I could seriously. not find out how to watch this. Like the World Championship of BMX. Like what other sport or whatever can you not fucking find somewhere to watch it you have to have a vpn to some crazy country and then yeah yeah it's dumb i don't even understand i want to know what the reasoning for that is i just want someone to tell me like here is our reason why like you literally can't they tried to like bring in all these different cycling things to some streaming platform but it's like nobody like you or I, we're not going to subscribe to some streaming platform to watch, you know, like three events a year or no, something, you know, it's like not. I'll pay five bucks or something to like watch it live. Yeah. But I'm not going to give you like $20 a month to fucking, you know, watch the only one thing I want to see on there for the entire year. That that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to make multiple email addresses and make free trials. <laughs> they didn't even have a free trial. Yeah, I don't even. Josh said you can't even find a full replay. Like, how much? That sucks. Dude, yeah, and I that was the first time I saw um, Kenneth Tensio. I saw because he posted on his Instagram. He he tried the flip flip drop in, in the beginning of his run, and then he also did a crazy run after that. But I was like, dude, I want to like I wanted to see that live. Yeah, that would have like been amazing because I didn't even know he was trying that. And now he's got it. He will, yeah, he will. I, dude, I was at Woodward when he was learning flare drop-ins. It was in 2014. He was there for the Mongoose Jam, and I'm not even kidding you. He is one of the most hardest working bikers. Yeah. He's like maximum juggernaut health bar, <laughs> but also like maximum dedication. And he was trying hop flares for like. I don't even know, five hours. Jeez. And now he does it at the beginning of every single run, and he's done the the flip bar drop and the flip flip drop. Yeah, the the one that he did, he posted at that skate park recently. Dude. So insane. Yeah. I mean, people did it on slope style, I think, a while ago, but no one's, like, that was maybe, like, an edit clip or something, I think. Yeah. He tried it in the most important contest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's underrated. I would say Dude, he's underrated. No. If he lands his run, he will win. I love that. Like he doesn't doesn't really seem like he plays it safe. Like yeah. he he knows what he can do and he he goes for it. That's fair. I wonder how many other people from his country even compete in BMX. Like does he does he work like he has a. He just opened a skate park, but he's always had like a. They do their C one there for the last couple of years. I wonder like what his odds are of 
being in the Olympics to where he has to worry about like how well he does. I mean, that's, that is, uh, he, I remember he was him and Daniel dares were talking about that because they're really just like, well, last year's Olympic format was like, it, they would take the top two riders points mm-hmm. to qualify their country. But Daniel dares and Kenneth qualified individually. Mm-hmm. So that they're on the other end of like, you know, when you have like five really good Australian riders who are doing really well, and then like also in the U.S. Right. where they have to do where they have to do like they actually have to figure out who's not gonna go. Yeah, there it's just like they it's harder for them to get the points, but they go no matter what. That's kind of why I wonder because maybe that's why he's able to be full send because he's confident. Maybe that's what he wants to do, but also confident that as long as he does okay, he's gonna make it. I don't know, dude. I mean, you, if you watch his last edit, he did the the 180 fakie backflip. Yeah. Or he did 180 fakie backflip fakie. Yep. He's just insane, dude. Yeah, that guy's I underrated. Mean, you could easily get taken out for the season doing that. He's just on another level, dude. I agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. It's exciting to to watch all that stuff, though. Yeah, you're a fan of watching. I love all watching all BMX stuff. Like yeah, I, I you know I watch, and they just started. Did they just start showing the girls? I don't know. The girls got a little more exciting to watch though when they when the Chinese invasion happened. What are you talking about? Just the all these crazy riders from the women rider from China that you, you never heard of are coming out on top. Just someone you never heard of. I feel like I've seen a little bit of that, but I haven't. If you watch, if you watch like a women's fees event, like there'll be like seven Chinese women in like the final. Which means <laughs> they've been it's like insane. they've been working at this for like years and years at this point, and now it's actually happening. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I but did see, but, but they're doing like like you know significantly harder stuff than a lot of the the normal people you would see huh i did see that china was in second or something for the women as far as countries go yeah well hannah clutched up and won the world championship but uh it's yeah it's crazy it just makes it more fun to watch though yeah Uh, because i'm not necessarily rooting for anybody yeah i get that like even even like Olympic wise, like yeah, like yeah, we want USA to win, I guess, because it's my country. But like BMX wise, I just want to see the best show, I guess, that mm. they could put on. Yeah, which, it, which it, the this last Olympics was crazy for the women for sure. Yeah, that was weird. That was like that was crazy. I remember the moment Charlotte did that three flip. Because we were at my one of my buddies' house, and just his reaction to her yeah. doing that three flip was the funniest thing, and it was awesome. Yeah, I remember I was at I was at Bud's barn watching it, and I didn't think I didn't think she was gonna go for it again. <laughs> you think like they like would play it safe, but Jamie Bestwick actually told me about it. I was like, I didn't think she was gonna go for it again. I was like, I thought she'd like play it safe. And he's like, you think, oh, I spent uh, the last three years 
to play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a cheap response, too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I mean, you did it. God, I can't even imagine living at Woodward and just getting to see Jamie Beswick ride for all the time. Yeah, well, I never officially lived at Woodward. I would just go a little bit before the summer started and then maybe stay a little after. Well, either way, being there for so, and seeing yeah. that's for so much. Yeah, when I first started going there in 2013, that's when it was like you would see like an X Games final on the vert ramp before X Games happened. Dude. All the, they'd all be practicing. That's so sick. Yeah, Jamie Beswick is fucking insane on the vert ramp. Well, just the it, perfection of it. Yeah, he lands at the sticker every time. Just every single time. It's amazing. And he's also like really fucking good at just normal riding too. Oh yeah. Like just riding around like lot eight, like he doing hard shit. King of the pyramid. Yeah. He he's good. Yeah. You can see, you can see that he's been riding for longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is to be expected, huh? Yeah, but it's it's it's. I mean, I, I it's just you know eye opening that like hey this guy's been I don't know he's been riding since before I was born so it's like it's nice to see that that I'll probably be able to do that as well. Yep, you'd be doing ten foot candy bar look back airs on a vert ramp when you're 40 no dude the one of the my burned into my mind jamie Beswick memory was i was sitting on the vert ramp watching him and he did a 540 candy bar into the resi and he got stuck oh he ride it out he landed candy bar and he wrote it out he wrote it out and yes. then like flew out of the other side that's so sick. He probably hasn't done a 540 candy bar since. <laughs> but I will never forget that. Dude, I can't even imagine coming down into a vert ramp, even if it's the resi, in the candy bar like, oh god, here yeah, we go. Yeah, you could tumble forward and there's there's momentum there because I, I tried my first flare bar ever on the vert ramp resi because I was an idiot and I landed <laughs> in the center. Oh gosh. Yeah, I could see the the five forty candy bar lander becoming the world's worst scorpion. It could. It could. It could also set you up for a fast plant front flare. Oh, now we're talking. It might. Then I don't know how you get out of it though. Yeah, I remember when remember. Spence did a flip drop. He's done him. They they're retired though. My bike is not set up for that. When I when it was a little lighter, it was easier. I think I could still flip drop like a park bike pretty easily though. Huh. Those pounds add up though. They will. What's like? I'll... Go ahead. No, sorry. I, I was just gonna say I see people like with you know like a nineteen pound park bike doing it, and I'm like that looks so effortlessly. But like when I do it, I have to like give everything I have to get the bike off the ground. Yeah. Do it. That's fair. Did how did it feel seeing Ricky Veronic ride that bike? Were you freaked well, out by it? The solid, the all titanium bike. No, that I I I always said like, dude, 
I don't know why he need this because before he got the titanium bike, he was already doing like insane shit. He and his titanium bike would always just break on him because he was doing all these like custom parts. He, him and Jay came down to Florida and like it was like every time we rode something on his bike broke. That sucks. And I was like, I felt so bad, but he's he was like the first person I ever saw with the bird spokes. Mm. Yeah. Staring contest. I'm just reading the chat right now. Oh yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, are there any like people or any types of things in BMX you enjoy watching a lot? I know you say you like all of it. Um. Yeah, I mean it's hard to pick. I guess I guess I like seeing variety. Mm. I like I like you know. I guess it shows mastery. A lot of people are good at one thing and they kind of just keep doing that. Yeah. But like, I, I really like Dennis's like Vans part. He just came out with <clears throat> so crazy. He did like, he did like a really long rail and like you expect like, Oh, here comes the hard one eighty or the hard three. And he did like a nice no footed can. I was like, yeah, not to be like an old head. Like I love progression, but there's a balance. Oh yeah, and you don't want to always. You don't want to be able to like. I don't want to watch something and be like, be able to predict every trick. Right. Um, but I like I I really like Felix's riding. Obviously, he's incredible. He he's like the first person to like really push start pushing that envelope. Um, since Garrett pushed it like on the riding the wall part. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, everyone is so good now. There's that uh, Ukrainian kid, like Alexi, mm-hmm. who's like a plot. He kind of rides Plaza a lot. I mean, he's he's in Ukraine. I don't really know what else you ride there right now, but <sighs> he's insane. I like Casey uh, Starling a lot too. Sterling. Yeah, he's, he's a good am- he's a good dude too. Dude, he's one of my favorite riders. Amazing. Where to? He ha- he has good variety. Yes. Yeah, his flight of backlash too. I think he fixed it, but in that kink welcome to pro part, I think he would do them switch foot it because he used the scooter, and I think he was like left foot forward on the scooter. Interesting. Because I was like, why the fuck did he just do that switch? <laughs> and then I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, I just always do him like that. But then in the burn so part, I think he was right foot forward doing his flare fakies. Gotcha. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he's amazing. He's the kind I of- love riding with him. I mean, you can see why he's the kind of person. Yeah, he's a good dude, and he's like, he's like, good at riding and just fun to ride with. Him and Harrison are are fun to hang out with, but he's back in Austin. <clears throat> was he in Florida or something? No, no. I was uh when I was at the end of the summer, I went and stayed with Harrison and Casey. Oh, okay. And it was a really cool setup. They got they had going on there. I just parked the van at at uh they were just renting rooms at this guy's house and they were like maybe a mile from the train and we would take the train into New York City. Nice. Just like ride around, it was fun. That's cool. Yeah, they're both really good. Harrison too. Yeah, well I mean he seems like he can do a lot of whatever he wants, but Casey also seems like the kind of person that can literally just think of a 
trick and then figure it out and do it. Yeah, he were, he he puts in the work. He, I mean, you can see why he's so good. Oh yeah, Harrison I think has the fastest double bars in existence. Him and Pretty Johnny sure. Rakes. No, I think Harrison is faster. We should time it. I mean, he. I don't know anyone else doing a fucking piece of shit pole jam to one eighty bar bar. <laughs> That's fair. He never fucks it up either. No. Just he does like the double hand flick. Does the double want... hand thing actually do anything? Yeah, it does. It's it's faster but less controlled. Mm. I like doing like the the bar and then the open hand tap. Yeah. Unless it's like box jump, then you have all the fucking time in the world. But the open hand's nice because you get like a reset. Gotcha. But some people you can just do the. But I don't know. <laughs> It's faster, but you also see an inconsistency with people. It makes sense. I've never... The only place I can do a double bar is in an ice pick stall. <laughs> <laughs> so I got nothing there. Yeah, I mean, you could you could double bar. I mean, they're, they're not crazy hard. I've tried. Really? I've tried fly-out double bars. Granted, I tried to do them just straight dubs. 180 is probably the easiest way, but I learned it straight as well. Yeah, I don't know. There's some things I just accepted that I won't be able to do, and I don't care. You, I think you could double bar. Can you truck driver? No. Pretty good? I no? do. I My normal bar spins are long bars for spinning. You got to do it the other way. Come on. I can do them hop that way, but it's just weird. I put the time in, you can do it. See, that's the thing. Like, your skill tree, I'm trying to go around <laughs> the bar. I'm trying to skip that branch. Because <laughs> uh, I was saying, double double trucks are like, if you're doing it on like a ramp, those are easy because you're just kind of handing it off. How'd like the, the throw almost. Go? What? How would the sound effect go? Every time I got to do a fast double bar, I always like think like, my hands are like lightning bolts, and they just have to do it. I don't know. I mean, whatever it takes to get the trick done for you. Sometimes you have to uh, trick yourself. I remember when I was really having, when double bars were still like scary to me. When you're like, oh, I'm going to do do another one, you know? And there's like that hesitation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just like. Think about it as it's like one trick. Like you can't just like catch and just do one. Like you have to do both. Yeah. Okay. That was a good like mindset breaker for me yeah. in order to do it. That makes sense. Yeah, I, and it. It definitely makes sense. It's I guess part of my mindset and probably what pushes me away from something like a double bar is that I like to think about things in terms of breaking them down. So like. Okay, I can 180 and I can bar spin. I can picture a 180 bar, but like two, <laughs> that's that's past that. And I'm like, ah, oh, my brain's not that far yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess once like a trick is like so easy, yeah, you can start adding to it. You know, like once you do, once you don't have to like think about doing like a bar, and it's just like nothing, then it's like you're probably ready to start doing double bars. Yeah, like you know, when you once you once it's so easy to do a b- ice pick, you can do a blindfolded. It's just time to start taking your feet off. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. Uh, 
trying to relate, but can't. Ice picks are. I like ice pick stall. Definitely different worlds with breaks and no breaks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Spencer, we've been going for two hours, man. Yeah, I mean, I stream for usually like eight hours. So Seriously? I'm chilling. I, yeah, I do. It's like I'm just chilling, dude. I'll stream. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What's it's your really, I don't like? even like gaming. I just like talking to other dudes. It's just gaming is an excuse to talk to dudes. Honestly. That's fair. This what? Is, this, is a, <laughs> this is a talking to dudes channel. <laughs> yeah, but what's your chat look like? I haven't looked at it this whole time. Oh, wait, wait. I... <laughs> Maybe we should scroll through it and see what people are saying. I Actually, put it I'll the, pull it up. I put I put it in the in the title saying not responding here. <laughs> I'm pulling. It I up. didn't want to take away from your your stream. You know. I get it. That's fair. Why does it not come up? Do you not have your name as your Twitch? No, my name is Apocalypse on Twitch. It's like a... I'm going to guess. Hey, I got it right first try. You got a casual 10 gifted? There's no way. I'll have to check it after, though. I don't want to take away from Branson, but if I did... I'm I, pulling I up your chat right now. <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll bring you... What's up, guys? Welcome back to this Selected oh Shade God, channel. What happened? I had a couple of your videos pulled up. One of them just started playing. Oh. Uh, let's see. We'll summon kitties. I will summon the kitties after. I could get a cat though right now. Let me grab a cat. Oh, my cat is so passed out. Let me see if Bo wants to come out. Oh, there's like three things in the chat. Oh, because you can only see what's been gift chatted since you were there. Oh, kitty. Yeah, there's not a lot. Is it natural for a hot three to feel better than a 180? I don't know. I, I guess if you are bad at fakies. Yeah. What's up, Tuft Love? Looks like that's your moderator <laughs> or something. Yeah, he, he's been there for forever. I'm the best, I'm the best PGA golfer. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of PGA. It's fun. I actually play Fortnite with Devin Smiley all the time. That's sweet. Look, Look a at cat. This. Look at this cat. Look at this Scotty Kramer bike shop cat. <laughs> you guys want one of a... The same litter. You they're probably back there. At the shop? Yeah, I got it behind uh Scotty's shop by the racetrack. By the dumpster specifically. Yo, that cat's got a beard. We show the length. Whoa. Look at this. That's a good, they're about this big. That's a good kitty right there. They're nice kitties, yeah. He's just that's a snake cat. Scarf cat. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Yeah, they're Devin's good cats. Playing Fortnite with Devin Smiley. Is he better than you? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Well, with a man with that kind of balance. Huh. Yeah. We're we're just variety variety gamers. Variety gamers. I think I don't, he likes doing a lot of drifting stuff. Oh. He has okay. a full drift setup. Those are wild. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really give a shit about cars ever. <laughs> That's fair. I don't either. Like at all. Yeah, you just gotta get around, dude. Yeah, I. Well, I. I don't know. 
grew up, my dad was into hot rods and muscle cars. Oh, really? Uh, he had multiple. My brother's into cars. Though. One of my brothers has like a really nice 240. Oh, that's rare. There's a lot of I people never... who would care about that. No, like I remember I was like filming. I think I did like a video in his driveway and like his car was in the background. They're like, there's a lot of comments about it. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even realize that was like. I could probably make a, a successful video just filming his car, talking about it. <laughs> CRV, best race car ever. <laughs> it is. Or rally. I'm not going to lie to you. You kind of helped influence me to get a CRV. Hey, that, that means a lot to me. Well, just because I saw how like practical it was for someone who rides. Yeah, like... you could put three bikes and three people in there easily. Yeah. You probably do four if you wanted to take back wheels. Oh, I've I've done three bikes with, and with with no bike rack. Yeah, I've done three bikes and four people. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that as well. Yeah, you just take front wheels off and they stack in there. You could probably do yeah. four bikes and four people. Yeah. There's a good chance. Yeah, it's great. And you could I remember I drove to New Mexico and stayed in my CRV and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, done that a couple times. Air mattress will fit in the back. I just got like two. I got two big couch pillows from my house at the time, and I filled in like the foot area, mm. the back seats. Yeah. So I could like actually put weight on it and not fall through, and it was nice. Yeah, uh, I built this wooden thing that goes in the back, the trunk, and because when you fold the seats down, you know it's got that raised up area. Yeah, I put a wooden thing there to make it flat. Oh so you put yeah, an air mattress on top of that. Yeah, that's nice. It works. That that'll do it. That'll do it. I mean, I'll do the same thing. Uh, it's gonna be hard going back to normal. Like if I go to Swamp Fest again, which I will. But I mean, like I had the last two I've been with my van. It's just nice. Oh, dude, it's like everyone's fucking getting shit on by the rain and mud and fireworks, and yeah, I'm just in my house. Yeah, we with, re- with internet and everything I have. <laughs> that's that's gotta be nice. Yeah, we rented a van, so I had a full air mattress in the back and was perfectly comfortable. Oh, nice. But we definitely didn't have internet and video games. <laughs> yeah. I never played video games at Swamp. I I'm out there on scene. Imagine that video. All right, guys, we're here at Swamp Fest. I'm playing. I'm here to play video games and not film anything. Someone did something like that. They did like they were doing like a random podcast or something there last year. Like it was like they brought like a podcast van and they were in there the whole time and like anyone could walk in. Oh, huh. I'm like that. And the guy was like, I heard him saying, he's like, yeah, I didn't see any of the events. I was like in there doing shit the whole time. That is not what I would want to be bragging about. I was like, what? I was like. How does it make any sense? I guess because there's like, if you're not interested in BMX, but there's still like interesting people there. Like we had like the, the Snapchatter invasion this last one. <laughs> you had all like these and, popular Snapchatters and stuff. And OnlyFans. There was that one girl. Yeah, but that was the one everyone was looking at. Well, I mean, <laughs> there were some medical enhancements there. <laughs> she she upgraded anyone, her skill tree. <laughs> any living person can achieve that with the right of money. 
you don't need, you don't need to... So, okay, hold on a second. You're just talking about successful Snapchatters. What does that mean? I don't know. I haven't looked into it too much, but apparently there's really good revenue on Snapchat. I think. How do you make it? I don't know. They just fucking ask Tyler Rizzi. He's like the one BMX dude I know that does it. He's ma- I wonder how, like, what is making money or where it comes from. I mean, they have ads on Snapchat when you, like, watch stories and stuff. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I don't give a shit. It's just, like, I do what I do, and I, I get what I get from it, and that's how it is. What's your, uh, what's your score on Snapchat? Oh, uh... I don't know. I can look. I've I, had it since the beginning, like since before. I think how there do was I find video. Mine? Uh, mine's one hundred eighty-six thousand. How do I find mine? But I've had it for that's like over ten years of having it. Mine is. Is that my score? Three thousand nine hundred eighty. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That's. I used to, but I used to, uh, when I first started doing YouTube, I had, I had, uh, my Snapchat public. Yeah. So anyone can just like reach out and talk to me. Yeah. Till some fucking asshole sent me a dick pic. <laughs> because my hel- my helmet said send nudes on it. <laughs> so he said, okay. And then I, I blocked that person and I private it my Snapchat till <laughs> only friends. <laughs> now now if someone wants to random person wants to reach out to me they have to go to my twitch stream or something or instagram no i i mean i used to respond on instagram all the time um but dude honestly it just turns into like like i don't mind answering questions and but like i'm not gonna have like small talk with 100 people at the same time not like that i'm anyone special but it's just like dude like how I don't give a shit what people are doing. Yeah. As long as you, I hope you're happy, but like I don't give a shit how your day is going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's just I like, get it on this. I'm not way. gonna be like, hey, how's your day going? Because that's like I would answer the question and then like it would, you know, that would be the end of that. But then be like, so how's your day going? It's like, like, do you even give a shit about my day? Because I don't give a shit about my day. It's just like <laughs> I'm just fucking. Doing whatever right now, dude. Yeah, like, I get it. If, and, and and if I'm having a bad day, what are you gonna do to change my <laughs> change my bad day? He's gonna like, send you an unsolicited dick pic. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I yeah, I I get so triggered when people put like they post on their story a something that is made for only one person, like the like relationship wise, like someone's mm. like. They send like you were something blah 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 like I can't believe someone did this, but it's like they're just trying to get attention. Like, yeah. just, can you just message that person and make me not see this? Because I'm about to like unfollow you because it's annoying. Yeah, I just do that. I just unfollow people when they're annoying. Yeah, yeah. There's some people I used to like. I just never followed because they just they post too much. Like, what's going what's going on here, guys? <laughs> Some people will post like, I remember I, ne- I never used to follow Mark Webb, but he's been like one of my favorite writers. Mm. He used to par- post like eight times a day on Instagram. Like posts, not just yeah. a story. No, like posts. Dude. You know, remember he used to do like, it's Friday. 
it's broad day that thing <laughs> it was like him and jack watts or something they he posted every day a couple times like on friday but he would do other stuff i'm just like god damn it the grind i don't i don't know yeah and then a lot of people will like on instagram they also like they they will post at the same time the same thing with two different songs it's like, do you care that much? Like, why? What are you trying to achieve here? Wait, like trying they'll to post, see which post one does the same, better? Yeah. How do? How long do they take? They wait before they delete. I don't one. know. I remember. I remember. I was on Instagram and I, my buddy did that, and I reached out. I'm like, hey man, you know, you posted this twice. Just like letting you know, because yeah. like some people mess up and they don't see it. Because like I, I do that sometimes too. Yeah. And then he was like, oh no, I did it on purpose. I'm just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> trying to trying to you know work with the algorithm. Yeah. I've never cared that much. Yeah, I just post and ghost. They gotta do it. Yeah. When you get to a certain point, I remember. So when I first watched wait, your stuff was when you were still able to reply to every single comment. Oh wow, that was a while ago. Because yeah, I used to, I used to. Yeah, I, I did still, too. I mean, I guess I still could, but it's just like I don't know. It's the comment section. It's like yeah, comment whatever you think about the video, and I I usually still read all of my comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's weird because like if I'm like saying I'm gonna respond to every comment, and then there's like something odd that i don't want to respond to then that kind of stands out it's like well why didn't you respond to this yeah it's like i don't know because that was invasive or something you know it's like yeah that's fair i mean everybody's got their line in the scene yeah yeah i i will let the line be known too yeah that's good i mean like i actually modeled i i used to reply to every single comment too and now it's just it's it's a little overwhelming, so I'll just reply to the ones where it's like asking for help because a lot of my stuff is giving tips and help with things. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. I don't know. I just uh, those are those are funny your little inside joke things. It's just saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that forever. <laughs> it's just a thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you're just being you, man. That's it. Yeah, I guess. What is Yellow Jezebel? Yellow Jezebel is a mythic character I encountered in the streets of Tampa, Florida. <laughs> she was a rapper with her mouth wired shut that we gave a ride from. We gave her a ride from on our bikes. From Tampa to Ybor City, which is a mile away. And Ybor City is like a nightlife area part of Tampa. It's where, you know, if you wanted to see some insane people, like, for example, a quick two was we had the shoe licker. It was this, um, I believe, homosexual man, very feminine, though, who would only lick males' shoes. He licked Zach Gerber's shoes one time. We were riding street. Yeah, he does like a whole pickup line to get to your shoe. What? He'll be like, he'll come up to you like kind of normal, like a little mysterious, and be like, 
oh, what kind of shoes are those? And <laughs> I, I think Zach had like some SCG shoes on or something. He's like, oh, and he's like, oh, I really like them. Can I see the bottom? And then without like asking for consent or anything, he will grab heel to toe, like he'll 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 heel toe it and then do the full the full lick. Oh, that was one of the characters in there. And then there's also this guy called the Senator who was like this 16 year old guy or 60 year old guy in a banana hammock <laughs> in woman's lingerie. But anyways, we gave her a ride. Um, on Ch- oh, Chad gave her a ride on his pegs and she went to go do some adult dancing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. That, that was a, uh... That was Yellow Jezebel, <laughs> and we cannot find her. We've we've weighed in your chat. We've we've looked. So if anyone out there knows how Yellow Jezebel's doing, we're trying to reach out. <laughs> Gotta get get these people's connect like info. Uh, yeah, I well, she asked me what my YouTube channel was, and I said it was Adam LZ. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So Adam's been getting comments every day from this lady. Where's Spencer and Chad? I don't know. Kitty, kitty. If anyone knows her whereabouts, please send me the info. <laughs> that is funny. Too yeah. damn funny. <clears throat> yeah, I, I haven't really been like, I guess... With how things have been going in the world, I have not been really filming strangers as much. Oh, I could understand that. It's a little different. Even though it hasn't been much time, it is... Um, people are more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And I could, I could see how it could just lead to some crazy like, situation that you don't want to deal with. Yeah, like, I mean, I understand people are going through hard stuff, and I am I never try to, like, you know, for, like, instance, like, the guy on the one foot that I filmed, like, who knows what the hell's going on in that guy's life? I'm just filming it because it's, it's like, insane, but also interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm trying to, like, benefit off of filming, like, a stranger like that. Yeah. But it, it's like, I this needs to be shared. Like, you'll need to see that these this exists. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Bear Mace in downtown Tampa at night. <laughs> no, I I've never had anything sketchy like that besides the guy who thought he was Moses. <laughs> Seen some wacky characters, definitely not real humans. They might have been NPCs. There are I was calling them NPCs. That's real. I'm convinced. Well, actually, when I was doing van life, I would not park anywhere where there was an NPC, a non-playable character, because they are people who are trapped within a certain part of the level that... or the city that they, they do not strand from, and they are on a loop of their programming. That's real. You don't want to park near them because they, you know, they might malfunction and try to break into your van like... For instance, Latre, uh, what was it? Latrevion Shaquan Douglas? What? What? Guy broke into my van at my brother's house? Oh, 
I had no idea what you're talking about. He's in prison. Oh, okay. Not from breaking into my van, because, (laughs) you know, even though he may have had two previous grand thefts on his record, uh, he only went to jail for a day trying to break into my van. Gotcha. So I looked him up, and he went to jail Hmm. uh, for another crime committed. Believe it or not, he, he stole a vehicle again. Justice. Yeah, I was like, that's nice. Good job, Lee Travion. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, so, I'm going to have to get out of here at this point. That's fine. <laughs> before no, I'm I pee chilling. my pants. That's okay. But maybe we could do another one of these one day. Yeah. Maybe when you yeah. come hang out in Ohio, we can do one. I'm de- I definitely need to get to Ohio. I need to... Just travel. I need to leave Florida. Hopefully, for a retire uh, my residency here. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I just don't know where to go besides maybe San Diego or something. That's tough. And like, man, it's just expensive. Going, yeah, just going to California yeah. in general right now is probably really hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going. I mean, it's California's a shit show, but just like riding scene wise, it's really good. Yeah. I probably won't ever live. Yeah, it'd be tough. Well, either way, people can stay tuned. We'll figure it out, yeah. I'm not too worried about it. And uh, see you on your YouTube channel, and hopefully you make it here before it's cold. I don't mind the cold, dude. I'll trade the cold for what I just dealt with, or what I'm dealing with. Yeah, but like too cold to ride outside or go to the trails, you know? There's no such thing. Well, you can't ride trails once it gets you can, too cold. You can layer up. Okay, you you can't ride naked. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Either way, uh, also I wanted I put it in the description already, but you're wearing a Husky Nation shirt. I guess that's another way to end this. You got a, a few things you want to show here, real quick. Oh, what, some of the merch. Yeah. Some. <sighs> There's there something there in some boxes. By? Yeah, I could. I could show a couple things if you want. I mean, or you could just go to huskynation.shop. But we do have high-quality gear. You guys are interested. I do it all myself. Let me. I'll show you a little something. Yeah, show me a little One something. something. Whoa. He disappeared completely. His chair is gone. Oh, it's back. It's sort of back. Oh, oh, we're glitching. Glitching. For anybody who's listening right now. Spencer's grabbing some merch to show. And you should go to the YouTube thing. Or I guess there's video on Spotify at this point. Uh, go on Spotify video and check out the merch that he's going to show here whenever he gets back. And we'll probably get to about two and a half hours with this one, which is sick. And he's back. I just grabbed two shirts, but there's cool. a bunch of new ones on there. This is just a reimagined version of a classic. We got the Dead Sailor. Dead Sailor, Crimson Tie-Dye. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. This one was made, uh, this artwork was made by this guy, Sam, from Arizona, BMX Rider. Nice. We also got that in, like, a gold yellow. Mm. We got some more Husky Nation shirts. uh, It's all huskynation.shop. Cool, man. We got some headbands. Yes, saw that. A lot of gear. I don't really cut the corner on quality. 
You can't. You have to get. Can't. No. I'd rather have a um, someone rather than like ripping someone off one time. I try to like have reoccurring customers, which we've been pretty good at. Yes, yeah, because the, the shirt quality is good. And it should be something that you'd want to wear every day if you. Yeah, like I. I mean, I'm wearing a Husky Nation shirt now. Oh yeah, this is another one. We got the the Dragon Slayer. I can just turn around if my thing. <laughs> this one, you can't. You won't even be able to see the artwork. But yeah, they're all BMX like kind of base. <laughs> you disappeared for a second because of the background thing. Oh, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I was there though. Yeah, it's they're all BMX kind of rooted. That's cool though. It's cool, you got your yeah. own thing going on and yeah. like. I just appreciate when, like, yeah, you, you're somebody who doesn't necessarily want to be, you know, sponsored and in the BMX industry side of things, but you made your own little path that you were successful in, and it's cool. Yeah, I'm grateful for everything that's happened. I mean, I don't, I don't think, like, longevity-wise, it's, like, a lifelong career for the most part. Yeah. <sighs> but, but for right now, I mean, it's fine. I'm chilling. Just uh, yeah, I'm waiting for Jay Dalton to uh, merge merge channels. Then <laughs> just trying to get him to get him on board with that. There you go. You just <laughs> gotta you just gotta bounce yourselves back and forth again and keep going that way. Yeah, I mean, and then start boxing other YouTubers. I don't really. I I, I don't. Oh, I feel about that stuff. That's kind of people. People pay money to see it, but I mean, it's really not that entertaining. I I enjoy watching them just because it's like the spectacle of it. Did you see Ryan Taylor do it? No. Are you talking Ryan about Taylor? AJ and Naya? No, like he's Ryan Taylor. <laughs> Ryan Taylor's done two YouTube boxing events. Did he win? No. The first one he got disqualified and I literally I could have made millions of dollars from this disqualification because he got kicked out of Woodward for headbutting Zane Bradley. Um, who wasn't trying to fight him, by the way. And he did like like a bunny hop front flip up a three stair preload to headbutt. And he missed the first one and then the second one he hit. And then Mark Webb was freaking bootleg streaming it on his Instagram. And but someone's like, who's who's Ryan Taylor? And he's like, oh, it's like an ex-pro BMX rider. And I I commented, I said, now he's a pro headbutter before <laughs> the fight before the fight started. Yeah. And he got disqualified in that fight for headbutting the guy. Whoa. Because he gets mad and he he gets he's a hothead. He gets mad and tries to fucking headbutt people. <laughs> Jesus. But if I if I could have bet money on disqualification from headbutt. Could have made some money, maybe. Wow. Well, could have. Yeah. Bends. <sighs> but yeah, I don't. I don't want to keep you. This this could keep going on and on. We'll do another one one day. Yeah. Tell Woodward stories and hang out. Some good Woodward stories. Yeah, we'll do another one one day. Yeah. You have to remind me about uh, a a good Jay Woodward story involving a squirt gun next time. Okay, I'll remember that. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it in our text thread. So that, that's there. my favorite Woodward story of all time. Got it. Well, it's it's there to be remembered. I appreciate you for doing this. And uh, no problem, dude. Thanks thank for wanting to have me on. I know it took a little bit, but we 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 made it happen. Yeah, we made it happen. I forgot about it like four times, and now we're here.
So uh, everybody, chilling. if you haven't, I don't know how you wouldn't have, but go watch Spencer. <laughs> He's uh, he posts every single day, daily, every content. day. And uh, he's good. It's good Thank stuff. You. Thank you, Spencer. Have a good night, everyone. Make sure you, make sure you sub to Brent as well if you haven't. Yeah.